of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten And children listen To hear bells in the snow Here we are. How about that? Merry Christmas. Good Yule, everybody. That's right. Merry another Christmas. 20, good Yule. Happy winter solstice. Uh, yeah, that's right. We're in the middle of it. Uh, beginning, what, uh, yesterday? 21st, usually. And that's then it right. lasts for three days. And then, of course, it goes into warmer uh, periods once again. And I'm always happy. Because nice. this year was, it was a little harder for me with the darkness this year. You know, everyone's like, oh, Why, it's your, it's your third winter Idaho. in Idaho. You know, it's like, yeah. no, I grew up in... Oregon, you know, Central Oregon, where it got dark, you know, about the same time. So used to it. But for some reason, this year was a little more intense. So it's always good when you know it's going to get a little lighter. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's how it goes. All right, guys, we got to, you know, think about it like you... It's like speed dating. Do we have guesting today? It's like ten minute <laughs> slots. Okay, in quick out. <laughs> Next thing, it's not too. It's not too crazy. Though. I haven't mean, we have we have a few years where it's like twenty or something oh my joining gosh, us. Yeah. I mean, look, there's plenty of other people we would have loved to invite, but we just figured, you know, we got kind of yeah, well, we're a little bit under the weather. Unfortunately, <clears> the kids get a, a cold, so we got it. Oh my do. gosh, I feel <laughs> it's like, like every week. month, you know, every month. <laughs> well, and it's funny because I was like, yes. I made I made this one right, eating so good supplements, and then it's like, oh, the day of the stream. I'm like, oh, my voice is all funky. Yeah, I know it uh, is what <clears> it is. <throat> anyway, uh, so so that's that's why it's like that. But anyway, so we could have done like a, maybe a four hour stream normally, but now we're like, all right, we'll we'll keep it around the same time, uh, like flashback. And look at anyway. that, it's raining. It's raining out now. It's is so, it? It's so mild here, have which a is window. Yeah, it's usually weird. we have in, uh, snow. I should have pulled in the shot uh, from the outside. I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, uh, come on. Can we get some snow here or what? Yes. All right. Anyway, so we got some guests today. Who do we have? We have uh, Jared Taylor, James Edwards, Vincent James. We got Re- Rebecca Ablon of the Valley, uh, I Hypocrite, Jason Kerner, and uh, Jim Goad. And we a were kind of Idahoans representing. Yes, we uh, we were kind of well, there was a couple of people that were like ah that might come on as the yeah, we'll, we'll see probably yes, not. No, but, so yeah. We can't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, next <laughs> time we'll get them next. We'll get, we'll get them next time. Anyway, so it's nice and uh, nice and mellow stream here today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I guess if you want to send a super chat, you can do that. Enter live slash red eyes TV for to support the show. You can do it on uh, Odyssey and uh, Rumble as well. Uh, those should be Nordic Frontier, fun. Merry Christmas and good Yule, buddy. Good thank you. you. Appreciate it. Good Yule, Maybe buddy. next time, happy solstice, happy Yule, and Merry Christmas. Yeah, thank you. Gotta gotta represent. Gotta be right? inclusive. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Only for white, white inclusivity. Okay. <laughs> well, you um, forgot about Sat- about Saturnalia, Sol Invictus. <laughs> I mean, come on. All of it. Okay, it. It's all good. Yes. Uh, Trucker Chris says, Merry Christmas, happy Yule. Same to you. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, guys. Oh, also want to say um, thank you to uh, whoever said. Look, we get we get a lot of letters, and we don't. Sometimes you kind of you kind of forget. You don't have time to mention everybody. Sometimes it's really rushed before a show. You try to pull everything together, and you have a pile of like, oh, I wanted to mention those, and I totally forgot. So everyone who's you know supported us throughout this year, thank you so much, everybody. We really appreciate. All the nice emails, whether you send yes. letters or whatnot. Read so thank it all. You to everybody. Love it all. It's very thank touching. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate. It. But I just want a quick uh, quick. Um, you, you know who you are because you sent it in, in a yellow. I don't think too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, thank you for the, we got the, the note here for, uh, from you as well. So thank, no name attached to it. So it's just anonymous. Guys, thanks to the uh, Andersons down in uh, Texas as well. 
Thank you, guys. I've been very supportive. And, of course, uh, Mick in Ireland. Well, we got it. Yes. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Very kind. And you thank had a few, you. too, Lana. Yes. Right? Uh, angry White Soccer Mom. Thank you so much. Been a big supporter. Andrew in Florida, huge supporter. I just want to say shout out to you. Thank you. And uh, William Fox as well. William Fox. Thank you so Indeed. much. Indeed. Exactly. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Uh, I think Jared is jumping on already here, too. We'll see if he... Uh, he's early. Of course, he's look, timely. His trains run runs on time. <laughs> we put it that way. <laughs> Hey, Jared, how's it going? My, my sleigh will arrive on your rooftop on Christmas. There you go. Down the chimney we go. That's right. How are you doing? Good to see you, Jared. Well, very nice to see you. Lana, Hendrick, so great yeah. to see you. Thank you. How have you been? Pretty good. Doing it's been, good. Uh, it's been a busy year. Uh, you know, yes. the kids being the age they are, it's <laughs> no time left over, but it's all good. And yeah, it's been how, positive. How many do you how many do you have now? Three. 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 Yep. But Wonderful. I think four is the goal, people. Four, four is more. the goal. Yeah. Four is the goal. <laughs> well, as I've said many times, probably on this program itself, my great regret in life is to have had only two. Mm. I think five would have been a good number. There you go. But yeah. four yep. is okay. Yeah, four is okay. <laughs> if we started earlier, we would have definitely had five or right. maybe yes. six. Right. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we know a lot of people up here. They have like five, oh six, gosh, even. Yes. Is it one with uh, seven? Seven kids, right? Yes, one of the uh, um, eight, eight is the most actually, I yeah. know yeah. of. Whoa. Yes, so it's, big uh, family. So it's very inspiring and it makes you feel like, well, I only have three. I guess I need <laughs> right? yes, need to get to work. You know, <laughs> and, and I know so many young gals that are pregnant right now and trying. And so it's, oh, it's awesome. Great, like great. big families. Well, they want big Both families. of you are looking marvelous, none the worse well, for wear. <laughs> it's so great <laughs> to see you looking so well. <laughs> Sharp, got to have the uh, Christmas outfit on, you know. I was going to wear mm. a Santa hat and I totally forgot. How's uh, how's things been for you, uh, Jerry? Of course, on the, on the, I'm thinking of the Amarin front as well. If you want to share something personally, you certainly can. But uh, how have things been this year? Oh, you know, I'm just bubbling with optimism. Uh, I, I'm not sure why, really. It's p perhaps an irrational thing. But I look around and I really do see more and more people waking up. And it's so, it's so inspiring, so reassuring. <laughs> People trying to build communities, uh, people recognizing that what we are facing is really a serious existential crisis, and, and even attempts by state legislatures to get rid of DEI, for example. That's a uh, that's a defensive undertaking. It's not positive. We'd like to see people striking a blow for white people rather than defending against attacks against us. But that's the first step, and I'm 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 hugely I'm hugely. Uh, optimistic. You know, you just saw that fall of Minneapolis. So that uh, was a movie put together by a serious, a perfectly mainstream team trying to show just how absurd the reaction to uh, the death of George Floyd was. And uh, to see this sort of thing happening in the mainstream, it's a real about face compared to the madness of BLM, when everyone was just bowing down, kissing the toe of any black person who swaggered up. So yes, uh, I'm I'm hugely I'm hugely optimistic, but perhaps that's that's been my fatal flaw ever since. <laughs> Not a flaw. Be, no, Not I think it's flaw. one of the greatest strengths. <laughs> we have to be optimistic. If yeah, I've said this much, I mean it's nothing new, or whatever. But like if if we don't even believe we can do it, Jared. Why would mm -hmm. those who are trying to win over do it, right? That's true. That's true. Uh, and sometimes uh, when people ask me, well, gosh, what are our chances of success? Uh, I often say, well, I don't care. We have a duty. But now, uh, and I would have said that certainly 20 years ago, 15 years ago. But now it's not only a duty, it's, it's a real joy. Uh, we had a fellow at our last American Renaissance conference, a really remarkable, charismatic uh, Belgian by the name 
of Dries von Langenhoff, he says, this is the best time to be alive. The best time for a young, energetic, racially awake white man to be alive, because it is in the face of this challenge that we can really feel alive. We can perhaps achieve greatness. I think that's exactly the right attitude to take. Yeah, we were born, uh, you know, too early for space, the kind of space exploration that would be, you know, Really cool, I guess. You know whether were, whether that works or not. That we can that we can leave that for debate. But we've uh, been yes. we're right in time to help save our people, right? So that's a uh, pretty noble that's cause. Right. <laughs> that's right. And you know, at the last American Renaissance Conference, uh, I said I would love, I'd give anything to be thirty years younger to stay another thirty years in this fight. I think it, it's such a. Uh, a, a dynamic, exciting times thing. There's ferment of a kind that hasn't been the case for decades now. It's really a wonderful time to be a wide awake white man. Yeah, it's true. Exactly. It's true. No, I'm, I'm, I'm very positive where things are going. And of course, it, yeah, it's a big, big issue. I think you should be, uh, there's got to be some kind of lobby, like a concerted effort to get you and American Renaissance overall back on X or Twitter. But, but beyond that, I, I, there's a lot of things that have been positive so far about that platform. Yes. Uh, what, yes. what do you think of it? Yes. Oh, I, I agree with you. I, I, I hesitate to criticize Elon Musk too much. It does seem unfair that I and American Renaissance have been off and not allowed back. But then there are people who have been treated worse than I. Uh, I know people that you know very well, uh, people like Kevin McDonald, people like James Edwards, yep. who were uh, who were fine even under the previous regime. Unlike unlike uh, American Renaissance, we were kicked off in 2017. They lasted all the way until the new dispensation under Elon Musk, and then got kicked off. <laughs> uh, what is this? This is absurd. But I do believe his heart's in the right place. So sometimes I think he's clumsy and bumbling, but I believe he's on our side. At least his instincts are on our side and he's coming ever further our way. And I do hope to be reinstated. But even if that doesn't happen, uh, it's difficult for me to feel really bitter and hold it against him in any kind of really venomous way. He's, do he's doing his best under very difficult circumstances. And I'm, I'm really yeah. all for what he's up to. Yeah, I think it's been a positive year. I mean, the messages yes. that are getting out there and reaching the mainstream and, and the agree. lingo that's getting out there and being spread and all this banned yes. ADL and talks of anti-whiteness. And I mean, yes. this is gaining momentum, which is great. So what do you think heading into 2024? <laughs> what, what is the goal? What is the prediction here? Well, I, I have think, to have goals, the, right? I think the goal, the goal is really to build on this current momentum. When people used to criticize DEI in the schools, critical race theory, they'd say, this is divisive. More and more, we see people saying, no, this is anti-white. And the ability to say anti-white is the first step to saying pro-white. I think it is profoundly, wonderfully important. And uh, in my case, I suppose one of the reasons uh, I'm feeling... Um, Oh, so good about things is uh, I just met for the first time. It was by means of a video uh, video chat of this kind. Uh, Renaud Camus, the fellow who coined the phrase uh, "the Great Replacement." Oh yes, mm -hmm. uh, yes. And uh, one of his uh, a short compilation of some of his most important work is just out in English. I've been reading it. It's it's marvelous. And he is such a charming, erudite, uh, wonderful fellow. I was a little bit intimidated because I was to be in program with him in French. And I sort of, uh, I, I had this perhaps a, a little 
mm, uncertainty about how he might coldly look askance at my not quite right French. Mm. Uh, and I was going to say, how's his English? But that was in French then. Okay. And, and what does he yeah. think? What does he think about the term? Uh, did you ask him this? Uh, gain, gaining momentum in America. People using the Great Replacement. Is he happy that that's happened? Because didn't oh, he come yes. from it? Oh, wasn't he uh, yeah. technically a leftist? Well, he has had a very long and remarkable career, not only as a literary man, but political engagement. And he came up with the Great Replacement in 1995. I didn't realize it went back so far. And as I read this book of his, he writes about things that all three of us, we think we understand. And we do to a remarkable degree. But he goes about describing things, analyzing things, following the implications further than I ever have, looking into various different corners of why this is happening. I think it's, he's really a remarkable, uh, a remarkable intellectual, even a philosopher. And I was charmed by just how welcoming, how gracious, and even how self-effacing he was. I really think of him as a great man in our movement. And for him to be so approachable, so friendly, and so so forgiving of my uh, inevitable errors <laughs> in massacring his language. No, it was really a charming experience. The French are very <laughs> snobbish with their language. They, they often right. are. They I remember, often uh, are. He's pro-white, that's okay. I was, down, <laughs> I was like 10 years old, My and my dad, we were driving through France, and he was like, yeah, it was um, Mademoiselle, you know, like you're beginning in French and they're like, oh, you yeah. know, great kid. He's asking for directions or something. And then it was yeah. like, uh, do you speak English? And they, you know, got snuff, scoffed at you. But you know, it's right. a little, slightly better today, I think, actually. <laughs> well, no, he, he was absolutely wonderful. And uh, I, I really enjoyed our conversation. And I, I have I have uh, another reason to be optimistic. And that is that my man from Europe apparently has been lifted. Oh, really? Uh, How did you find yes. this out? Well, I had to give someone living in Poland power of attorney to speak with the office, the Bureau of Foreigners on my behalf. And we went through this terrible bureaucratic red tape rigmarole. Oh, and he finally got through to them and they and he found out that uh, my two year extension on my original three year ban has not been extended. So theoretically, I am uh, I'm free to go to Europe now oh. because they will never let me know if they decided to extend the ban. Who knows? But at least for now, uh, I'm free to go. So I think I, I think I will huh. go back to the old country. It's been five years. About okay. time. Go Is test that, it out. Make I sure get, they weren't just joking, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the thing is, next year, theoretically, we will have to have uh, visas in order to go. And so yep, in, in right. the process of applying for that visa, presumably I would find out if the ban, unbeknownst to me, had been reestablished. But I'm very, I'm very optimistic about this. But I see your next guest, James Edwards. He's waiting. I'm waiting, <laughs> James. Do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to stay with us a few minutes, Jared? Or do you want to pop off? It's oh, I keep Jared. No, keep Jared. Keep Jared. <laughs> I, I certainly want to salute and express my appreciation, affection, and admiration for James Edwards. That's right. Uh, uh, a great companion, a great comrade in the struggle. Always a pleasure to see you. See that smiling face. Of yes. Yours. Well, look at all these beautiful people here today. Uh, this is wonderful. It's great to be back with you and Henrik. Lana, good to have you to all. And I'm so excited that I get to be on for at least a, a minute or two with Jared, because I don't know if this had, has been discussed yet, but it would give me the perfect opportunity to ask Jared to please regale you 
with the story of our vacation this summer. Very <laughs> sacred place. Well, you holding out on oh, us, Jared? Come on! Oh, no, 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 no! I actually wrote about it. I, I wrote about it, so there are no secrets here. Okay. <laughs> but we went to Montgomery, Alabama, and had a wonderful time walking the footsteps of Jefferson Davis. And then we went to Selma, Alabama, and had a rather different experience walking in the hmm. footsteps of all those saints, all those wonderful black saints. It, uh, it was really appalling to me. I had no idea the extent to which Selma, this high, holy place, the civil rights movement, is such a tumble-down mess and a wreck. It, uh, golly, you'd think some rich black person would drop a million or two to spiff it up a little bit, but it is just the most clapped out, run down, down at heel place, and yet it dines out on the idea that all of these wonderful things were done for black people. It, I mean, if they can't even keep that sort of thing going and in some sort of presentable state to show the rest of the world, why are we supposed to worry about it? Mm -hmm. Really, just just absolutely appalling. And if, if it had not been for uh, James Edwards' willingness to take me around and show me places he'd been before, I never would have seen all these wonderful and, uh, well, uh, uh, wonderful on the one hand, and dis just really quite despicable on the other hand. All of these wonderful sights I wouldn't otherwise have seen. Well, it was uh, it's their mecca, of course, and Jared uh, really did a couple of fantastic features uh, for Amram.com, a video feature and then a uh, an entire written report, really a photo journal. Yeah, and uh, it. I don't know what a white supremacist is or if I've ever met one, but if you could try to conjure in your mind the caricature of one, <laughs> it would be impossible for that person to exaggerate the effect of diversity to such an extent that it would match what we saw in real life. I think that yes. would be the easiest way to, to put it. And we were right there on the Edmund Pettus Bridge, the location of so-called Bloody Sunday. And on the footsteps of that bridge, you know, of course, Jared, they have the uh, National Voting Rights Museum. Could you just... Could you could you give us a minute on what we saw there? Good, it's just the most tumble down, amateurish place. A <laughs> national voting rights museum. It looked like it hadn't been maintained in years. There was a wall that apparently had fallen down, and it was patched with plywood. And this is the National Voting <laughs> Rights Museum. And this is a place that, that was its second home. We crossed the bridge. On the other side of the bridge, there was its old home, which was even more tumble down and a wreck. And again, this is the first thing you see when you drive into wow. some Alabama. As I say, why can't, why can't some rich basketball player drop a million dollars on this thing? It's just shameful. And again, if they don't care about it, why in heaven's name shouldn't we? Yes. It's really a terrible indictment on just how little they care. Yeah. So long as the white man picks up the pieces, they are not going to move a muscle. Really, well, let a sad it fall commentary. down. Yeah. Let it deteriorate. We saw some of the pilgrims. Yeah, there were people on their pilgrimage while we were there and trying mm. to, you know, to, to to visit these holy sites. Well, anyway, I don't want to digress. <laughs> when I see Jared, for any time in the next five years, when I see Jared, that's going to be my go-to uh, store. That's no, no. Check it out at Amarin.com. No, James, I do not want you to think of Selma when you see me. <laughs> no, perish the thought. We've had a lot of good memories together. But I'll tell you what, that was definitely one that went in the scrapbook. Uh, that was a, like I said, I mean, the realities of diversity 
exceed our, at least my meager ability yes. to paint a verbal picture of it all. Yes. So thank you for taking the, uh, the, uh, the, the job on that one. <laughs> well, uh, actually, it was a triumph of non-diversity. It's a pretty overwhelmingly non-diverse <laughs> right. say, but, but anyway, yeah. uh, this is your segment, James. <laughs> so great to see you and a wonderful Merry Christmas to all of you. I'm sure you'll be spending it with the people you love most and you have my affection and admiration, all three of you. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much thank for you. having me on. Uh, you bet. Anytime. Thank you. Amron.com guys, check it out. Thank you, Jared. Have a great Merry Christmas to you and, and your loved ones. Thank you so much. See you later. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Over to James. Yeah, I was going to say about the voting thing there, James, too. It's like, wait a minute, uh, plywood, right? Isn't, it, isn't this? And the this is how we're used to voting now? Like v voting uh, rights, right? It's like, that's going out the window with the 2020 election. <laughs> it's all, you you can find it, uh, again, Jared's site. You'd have to scroll back to the late summer. I believe it was in August or September that we were Oh, I'm going to go look. It yeah. may have been in September before he got the video up there, but... Uh, uh, it, it, it's, I've been there before, but it had been a, a you know a couple of years, and uh, I've been actually down there for a, for a talk a couple of years ago, and then we had the opportunity given a joint speech. We had our little speaking tour together this summer, and uh, one of the stops was uh, the Montgomery area, and it's only about a forty-five minute drive to Selma, and so we went uh, we made the trek. And anyway, that's too much about that already. But it, 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 I think everybody needs to see what the real Selma looks like and then compare that to what we've been told. Yeah. Great to see you both again. Yeah, yeah I know. It's been a while. It's kind of, this is like a, an annual thing. You know, I think of you and, and Jared, you're like some of the classics that we have to have back every year annually. Check in with you, right? So sharply dressed and tastefully appointed you two. No, it's great. It, it doesn't seem like it's been as long as it has since we've talked. It always, uh, time just flies and blurs, you know, in this day and age. But uh, especially this season of life we're all in right now with a house full of kids and all of that. But no, it's I great definitely feel like time is accelerated and people say, oh, that's just because you're getting older. But then I talk uh -huh. to a lot of young people and they're like, no, time is just like flying, like slow down, you know. It does. And it is speeding up. There's something to it. I mean, I can mark, I've said this before, but I can mark every teenage year or early 20s, you know, they're identifiably different. And right now, um, yeah, I mean, in this full nest stage, it's you know, something could have happened last year or 10 years ago. And it, I couldn't tell you the difference. It's kind of all there in the blender. So, but, uh, yeah, there's so information is speeding up. Every, you know, com as communication speeds up, uh, you know, news, of course, information overall, just like moving faster. Everything is happening faster. Like if you, you couldn't do this is the thing. It's like you're living in the 1800s. You're writing letters. Things take time. It's nice and slow. Now it's like TikTok brain. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Everything's too fast. I kind of you know don't I mean? mind this period just getting through it real quickly. Though. Well, that's true. <laughs> if it's a collab, that's true. If it's a collapse, it's right? It's better it, right. to get it over with, I guess, right? Great, so, uh, great line that I picked up some years ago about this stage of life. The days are long, but the years are yep. short. Yes, yep. I have used that 100%. one many times. Yep, that is true. Uh, that applies true. for raising kids. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. <laughs> so thoughts on the year it has been um, a, like any other year i guess for for people like us it's been a busy one it's it's been one that's been littered with successes and setbacks and the media coverage and uh, everything from hit pieces to the truly bizarre i'll just give you a quick maybe one minute rundown on my end with the political cesspool we had the opportunity to uh, contribute to a book that came out in april called the honorable cause and it was um collection of 12 authors, Michael Hill and Ann Wilson-Smith, uh, who wrote Charlottesville Untold, and I was one. And uh, it, it debuted at number nine in the nationalism category on Amazon. It takes a look at uh, secession, 
which is a question I think we'll need to revisit in the coming years. And uh, stayed in the top 20 um, for, for three months in that particular category, was well-reviewed, uh, Tom Sunich and Remy Tremblay and Sasha Ross Mueller and um, uh, Roger Devlin and others. So that, that was fun. And then, of course, uh, Jared mentioned, of course, I got banned. Uh, there was a, the axe fell on yours truly and Kevin McDonald and some others, Paul Fromm, all at the same day at the same time with no warning. And I've appealed it every on month. On Twitter, yeah. Yeah, and they, they, I don't even get a response. So uh, I don't know. It's really arbitrary. Why did Jared go years ago? Why am I? Why did I go this year? And um, yeah, it, Twitter it was the only interest. platform really that we were have, haven't been banned from uh, a major platform. Yeah, why? I don't know. It's bizarre. Yeah. I, I, I certainly hope the plague continues to pass over your houses, but it really doesn't make any sense as to why some people get it and other people's stay a little bit longer. As I was able to stay longer than than, than Jared, and then it's just. Uh, who knows? But I did pick up a column with the American Free Press. It's a you know print newspaper out of Washington, been around forever, going back to the spotlight days with Willis Carto in the 70s. And so I lost Twitter and had the opportunity and they've given me a spot there. So uh, that, that's been fun. And uh, mentioned Jared and the speaking tour and uh, uh, media attention still. Rolling Stone did a little write up on us about a month ago. I don't know if you saw that. And I actually learned through reading this Rolling Stone piece that the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center had sent a letter into Congress that got uh, entered into the congressional record. <clears throat> it was news to me saying we were the, uh, you know, at the intersection of white supremacy and uh, anti-government, I think. And, you know, what's Congress going to do about this? And uh, and we're also, I don't even know if I should mention this on a, on a Christmas stream, but like I said, I mean, if stick around long enough, I guess you see everything. We're actually tangentially involved in a sex scandal involving Matt Schlapp. <laughs> <laughs> what? Matt Schlapp? Yeah. All right, now you got to you gotta dive a little chair. What's going on? Uh, you want to hear? You want to hear that? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, you yeah, can't so just drop no, that can't. and then not <laughs> tell us. This was actually like back in January of this year, since we're talking about all the things that happened this year. <laughs> I've just been around long enough. Next year will be our 20th year on the air. Wow. I've been around long enough. I've just wow. talked to just about everybody. But there was an allegation that came out, and it, this has been filed in court. This isn't, you know, dirty laundry. The Washington Post, CNN have covered it. But there was a campaign worker for the Herschel Walker campaign in 2022 who alleged that uh, Matt Schlapp, you know, <laughs> Got a little <laughs> gone. I don't. Right I don't want that face and the word "sex" in the same sentence. Okay. To say, if anybody's interested in, the, in this, you can just Google Matt Schlapp sex scandal. <laughs> it's a, unfortunately, it's a homosexual sex scandal, and. Um, and what happened was so, 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 so sodomy, not of sex. Of course it is. <laughs> of course. Now I can't say it's true or not true, but the guy who who alleged the misconduct by Mr. Schlapp there uh, had uh, been on our show about 15 years ago, and so after the lawsuit dropped, uh, the uh, I guess I I'm just guessing here that Schlapp's attorneys, you know, went into the uh, Oppo research thing and had found out that this guy had had been on the political cesspool and. Uh, uh, you know, that was their way to discredit him is to say, well, you can't believe this guy. He's been on the political cesspool. And he actually, um, you know, I didn't have it on my bingo card that the guy who had made these allegations would ever be wrapped up in something like this. But nevertheless, yeah, you never know. It's uh, and, and next year, if you think any of that sounds crazy, buckle up for next year. That's going to be an unprecedented year in America. Election year. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. But it's not just that. I think it's. Um, 
you know, everybody says, you know, this is the fight of the century until the next fight of the century, or this is the most important election in our lifetime until, of course, the very next election. But uh, <laughs> next year, you know, arrested up and down the eastern seaboard. I mean, that is unprecedented. And, and I'm not saying that we haven't seen anything like that before. Nobody has seen anything like this before, from Plymouth Rock to Jamestown to, to now, where you have the successor, uh, successor president, you know, arresting his predecessor. And and he, I, I don't think there's any way he doesn't go to prison. I don't see how he dodges. What's he facing? 91 felony charges, a millennium in prison if he if he gets the full the full sentence on each of these counts. And uh, increasingly, as you know, the only thing that matters in courts, particularly in, in blue states and in blue areas like Washington, D.C., uh, like New York or and like Fulton County, Georgia, Black Atlanta, the only thing that matters is whose side you're on. That's all mm -hmm. that matters. Mm -hmm. And so you've got all of that that's going to be coming out next year. And and then what else? You know, is BLM going to be set loose again because it's an election year? Is uh, we're going to have another pandemic? Yeah. Uh, you've got two regional wars that could uh, escalate into something bigger than that. You've got uh, a very tenuous economy with uh, inflation. And mm -hmm. I think I read a uh, Connecticut now it's like $18 for a Big Mac combo. God. There's a lot of political stress out there yes. and all of this stuff with uh, the election year is just going to exacerbate all that. Yeah. And I think that's good for us. I think we have to have instability. I think our people need to, and increasingly they are, they have to lose faith in the system. If we yeah. start a present trajectory, we have no future on this continent. Demographically speaking, it's a certainty. So we have to have people lose faith in elections, lose faith in the media, lose faith in the courts, lose faith in government. That is an absolute prerequisite for us to have the kind of real change that we're going to need. And so I say, you know, we welcome it. But to yeah. ask yourself, where are we a year from now on December the 22nd, 2024? Where is this country and where are we? Um, that is a wonderful and you know, anxious proposition to consider. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, balls in the air, I guess. A lot of, like, juggling here going on with tons of different issues. Same thing in Europe with the energy question, the migration question, of course. Same thing in the U.S. with the migration. There's more record numbers of migrants. They're, like, importing, like, horror, you know, a hostile... Uh, fighting aged males it's just like a conveyor yeah. belt it's like oh you know completely open and then you know, add to that the destabilization of the economy the general situation with yeah the, the the election thing coming up it's just like none of this is good for the left you see all of this is only going to benefit our side and uh, further the discourse on the right that's how i see it going just I as the years progress I, yeah. I have said that that was actually my my little stump speech this year it's uh, you know at every stop it was a different audience and i used a lot of the same talking points but uh yeah i think that this this upheaval this unrest can only be good for us because if you get a look at it you know 2015 everything was going their way i mean all they had to do was sit on the ball i think any sort of upheaval can only potentially play into our hands they didn't need anything to be upset because it was all going their way so yes this gives us an opportunity now you know, a crisis doesn't always lead to a favorable resolution, but I think at least now we've got an opportunity. I mean, they they are laying their true selves bare. You've got this here right here with what happened in Colorado. You know, isn't that interesting that the people who they claim are here to protect democracy are using every sort of anti-democratic maneuver yes. available to deny people the opportunity to vote for their candidate of choice, which is Trump. And for the mixed bag that he is, he has been the one that has insert, inserted this chaos into the system that 
that uh, has woken a lot of people up. I mean, people are certainly numb to the charges of racism now uh, after all of these years where, you know, racist, racist, everything Trump racist. And uh, in my Amarin speech, y'all go there and you look at uh, the Selma uh, video that Jared did and certainly look at that one first. But at my, the time of my talk was reasons for optimism. There's been a lot of things that have happened since 2015 uh, that, have, that have been good for white people. And I know it still seems as though we're circling the drain and, uh, you know, things are, are definitely worse in some ways than they were 10 years ago, but in so many ways they're better. But uh, I would encourage your audience to, uh, you know, enjoy these last few days of relative calm here in the, in, in the Yule time because <laughs> next year you can feel the yeah. pull of the waterfall. Yeah, I know. Things yeah. are changing at, at a rapid rate. Yes. Yeah. You may not be able to see it yet, but you can begin to feel the pull. And I think next year, whether things break for us in a very big way next year or if next year solidifies the fact that there is no future under the present system, uh, I think it's going to be, it can only be good for us. Yes. It can only be good for us. Yeah, Even if we, we use yeah, I mean, if we use the opportunity, that's the thing, right? I mean, they have might have some ace up their sleeve. Right? I mean, I, they're already arresting people like after J, J6 and all that stuff, obviously. But I think it's almost like they're, pu they're pushing it that they want, you know. Too hard, too it's, fast. Well, it's, that, so me arrogant. it's that meme of the, the guy, like, come on, pick up the, do something, you know, kind of thing. Like, <laughs> react, do something so we can, like, really go after you. Because it's like the... With the 14th Amendment thing here in Colorado, and like, you know, he, oh, you were behind an insurrection, you're, you're doing an insurrection, whether the terminology was there, right? Then it's almost like they're seeking, well, everyone who's a Trump supporter then by de facto is kind of part of that, right? They are the insurrectionists. That's like the, you can see that narrative building in yeah. the media. And what, one step away from like mass arresting people? I'm, I'm not sure how that's logistically possible, but that's what it feels like sometimes when you watch the mainstream. That's what they want. You know? Well, that's what they'd like to do. Yeah. But they can't. <laughs> and even if, you're, even if you're Trump, I just want to squeeze this in, James. Even if you're a Trump supporter or not, that doesn't matter, you know. I mean, you could, you know, as you said, all the problems with Trump, you you'll be seen as that. If you're not with them, you're the MAGA guys, right? Anyway, go ahead, James. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say uh, half jokingly that a, you know, a year from now we may all be cellmates, uh, but that that'll be fun too. <laughs> this is one thing that people have to remember, though, is that it, well, two things. One, we tend to see everything through just the lens of our own lifetime, which is just such a finite and small amount of time. Uh, and so, of course, we've all had the misfortune of being born during the nadir of the American experiment. And uh, we've just seen things go uh, get progressively worse over the course of our lifetimes. Uh, but we also have to remember that uh, we're just a cog in the engine here that connects our, our people and our history and our culture uh, through our ancient uh, forebears through uh, our descendants that will come generations from now. And so in the grand scheme of things, what happens during our own lifetime isn't uh, isn't that important. And our own lives are not that important, not when compared to uh, the greatness and the grandeur of our race and our people. So if things get hard, they just get hard. But as Jared said before, we have to do our duty. We have, have to, to do stand our part. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He has that great line, one of the speeches, I think I've, I've played it once, I've played it a few times, but you know, there's many of us that would like, they would die for our people. But Jared said, we have to do something that's harder. And that's to live for our people yes. and to fight for them and to, and to try to win them over. You know what I mean? And yes. that's, that's, it's, that's hard. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's super hard some days. You just, it's easy to like, oh, well, I'm just going to, you know, um, you know, or, or give up even, right? It's, oh, well, it's all over or there's no winning this that's or whatever. But no, it's yeah. our, it's our duty to, to persevere to be positive about where we're going, to know that we're going to change this. We don't know how this is going to turn out. There's so many variables. Again, as you said, James, 
who knew that we would be here where we are now at the end of 2023 i mean there's so many and, and the discourse has changed the overton window has changed yeah. there's things expect, being discussed now they're like completely surprises. off the wall you know what i mean yeah well exactly guys i mean you look at what's going on in conservative incorporated and i don't want to give them a pat on the back i will give y'all and your audience and uh, you know our collective a pat on the back because we've moved them uh they have to keep up with the base now and i'm not saying that you know who knows whether they agree with it or not or believe it or not but but in, in any event yes i mean the great replacement now just being a totally mainstream uh, type of conversation now uh, not just within pundits uh, and punditry but you got marjorie taylor, marjorie taylor green uh, had an excellent interview with tucker carlson recently i mean the, the fact that sitting members of congress are, are, are speaking out against uh Whites being discriminated against, and uh, I think even on 9/11, uh, she she had called for secession that we need a national divorce, as I think how she put it on 9/11, no less. So yes, I mean there are things happening now uh, that you would have never expected, uh, you know, 10 years ago, maybe even five years ago. Really, a lot of it has accelerated even since yeah. Biden's inauguration in January of of, of 21. Yeah, uh, it has really accelerated since then in terms of of, of white awakening. And and I say this, and I don't think that this is. Uh, necessarily an apples to oranges comparison, but we just have to remember, Mark Weber said this, and it's a very simple statement, but he said this at the Scanza Forum, things change, they won't always be this way. And mm -hmm. I think we're already beginning to see uh, the foundations of change uh, occurring. But I mean, you go back through history, you look at our people, uh, for what, 700 years, the Muslims occupied the Iberian Peninsula. And uh, I'm sure over the course of those generations, there had to be white people there in Spain saying, this is it. It's never going to end. It's never going to get better. It's over. And then, of course, they did unshackle themselves and yeah. in the age of exploration and our people conquered. And then, uh, you know, the Aztecs, for instance, were at the height of their power about five minutes before Cortez landed with uh, 600 but soldiers in a burn the bolts resolve and uh, uh, even more recently Russia uh, under the horrors of Jewish Bolshevism and communism mm -hmm. uh, who would have ever thought, uh, you know, 50 years ago, even that, uh, you know, there'd be a new sheriff in town the way it is now. So things do change. They can yes. change here. What I am certain of is that no gluttonous, corrupt empire will, uh, has stood the test of time and nope. America will be no different. Nope. Uh, and, and that's the thing. You don't have to go out and do anything right now because the system is uh, shedding its legitimacy. That's right. <laughs> and that's right. and I, I don't think it's going to, I don't think a society so unserious as to, you know, entertain transgenderism and all of this <laughs> stuff that we're supposed to be taking. I just don't think, I think time is short for such a uh, corrupt and uh, degenerate society. And I, I will welcome that without doing anything to hasten it. I think we need to be ready. We certainly don't need to do anything foolhardy that will, um, you know, get people put into prison and all of that. Yeah. If they come, they come and, and you, you, you you accept it like a man, but don't go out and do anything that's going to, you know, bring shame or dishonor or set our cause back because things are moving in our direction. Thanks to people like y'all. And I want to encourage everybody listening, folks, listen, you don't have voices like this. This is it. And be sure to support the work of Red Ice uh, with the Christmas time donation to Henrik and Lana. They deserve it. They're the best. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. You as and well. Same to you. The political yeah, sesquicles. 20 years, 20 years of good work. Yes, I indeed, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, it was like Turbo Weimar. I don't know what, how else to call it. It's <laughs> sped up <laughs> Weimar. It's like uh, on steroids, I guess, or something. But good to see you again, James. Uh, we'll have you back for a full show at some point here soon. Yep. Merry Christmas. I love you guys. And the family. Hey, y'all too. Love those Christmas pictures.
<laughs> thank you, Chuck. To you later. Thank you, James. Take Bye-bye. care. Take care. I think Vince is in here. Yeah, too. hold on. Bill Biz, thank you very much. Henrik and Lana, excellent podcast and interviews throughout the year. Keep up the great work. A very happy Yule and Merry Christmas to you and your family. You too. Thank, thank you. you so thank much. You, Bill Biz. Appreciate that. Yeah, sorry, we'll be on the super chat. A couple we'll more here. Dear yep. Trusker, Merry Christmas and Happy Yule. It's a beautiful European festival. Time for wild boar, Lutefisk and Lutefisk. Mead. Yes, we had some mead actually at our Christmas party. It was Not Lutefisk, nice. though. <laughs> no, we didn't have that. Not a big fan. Open a can of sewers throwing. I know you would have some. Yeah, stank up the whole house. No, I'm just joking. Robert, Merry <laughs> Christmas and good Yule to the Red Eyes family. Thank you very much. Thank and with you. that, I know we have Vince on the line, another Idahoan. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? Can you guys hear me okay? Oh, yeah. Come Loud me. and hot. Loud and uh, strong in the voice. Good. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> how's it going? It's going good. Good to see you, man. Uh, <laughs> Thank you yeah, for dropping by. So We've had a mild winter here. It's oh, too mild. Nice. It's Sucks. raining right I now. Have some snow. I kind of don't mind it right now, honestly. <laughs> well, I'm good with it. It's like raining. It's like forty something degrees outside. It's, yeah, you know, I'm fine. Forty five. You could be out in a sweater. It's basically like Portland and Seattle winter. Yep. You know. Oh, we're yep. missing is the Pajits. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't mean to make it Seattle. That's what. I, that's hey, what, what I mean. did you think of the Nutcracker, Vince? So, since we went with you, speaking of Pajits in uh, Seattle, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what did you think? Well, I mean, <clears throat> you know, it was kind of expected, I guess, to see like dudes with like tutus with with balls <laughs> and like in tutus in Seattle uh, doing like the sugar plum fairies. You know. The broadest ballerinas I've ever seen, let me tell you. I'm not into like ballet or anything like that or musicals or, you know, I think your words were like, my kids like it. And I think you you were, I think you said, this is going to be a very expensive nap, I think is what you told me when we said. (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't, I almost fell asleep. I actually didn't fall asleep. Um, Because we were laughing, balls or no balls? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The diversity highest. I was wondering if we were going to get a, a a ball shot like any. I mean, because there was literal. They were men. Like there were two like literal. At least men. two. At least two speculative. Uh, third and one, I think. Yeah. and it's true because of the Pacific Northwest Ballet Company. I went and looked, and they had a couple drannies and. and well, it says they dudes. them. Yeah. On the on the thing. But the one that we really thought was a guy, I guess my kids told me actually wasn't a guy. Yeah, because I, I went up. and asked a, a fabulous guy uh, and checking her coats in, and he was like, oh, no, this is, and he, it was a girl's name. She's but just super muscular. Just like huge and broad, you know. It used yeah. to be that the whole appeal of ballet is it's the same body types, they look alike, their hair is alike, like they could be sisters, you know. I've seen it in St. Petersburg, and of course our friend that we went with, she's Russian as well, and she was like, oh my gosh, this was horrible. It's the worst ballet ever. You know, mismatched yeah. body types and races. I and guess it, just it wasn't. Was, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't. It, I mean, it could be worse, but I've seen. Yeah. I've seen the best, so I, I can compare it against that. Yeah. You know. The music is nice. This even the sets were nice. It was like a cool mood in it overall. But then the, some of the dance services kind of like I don't know, like that young uh, the the black kid. Obviously, the the diversity hire wasn't. He wasn't like tight. Was you know what I mean? It wasn't like. Yeah, it's just bad. It was, just it was bad obviously dancer. it was just there because it was black. You know what I mean? Was you said, Vince, like <laughs> the it, Nutcracker Prince? You stole yes. my vol- wallet, or what was? It? <laughs> no, I said, I said you better check. Your- <laughs> like, check. Don't leave your wallets because there was an intermission. That's right. And I was just making a <laughs> joke. I was just like, don't leave your wallet. He was the main character. Why was he the main character? And aren't they supposed to be like cousins? My my daughter was telling me like they're supposed to be like yes, cousins or brother and sister yeah. or something. And yeah. one was black and one was white. I was and like, one well, was that Asian. didn't work out. One was Asian. One was and black. one was Asian, right. 
Uh, why do they ruin world. everything? They have to ruin everything. That's what they do. That's their job. What they get I kind of believe too, of course, in Seattle, but it's like people were underdressed. You know, it's Christmas. It's the, the ballet, and then like someone was smoking, a, smoking a joint. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Smoking a joint during the Nutcracker? The heck? Oh, I smelled that. <laughs> yeah, I smelled. I smelled someone was like vaping like weed or something. Yes. I think we're just smoking yeah. straight out. Uh, to be honest, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they were va vaping. I'm not sure. But yeah, Seattle after all. Yeah, low class. You know, not good. How things been for uh, for you this year, Vince? Same old, I guess. Just you know, just working along. I mean, Twitter is really fun right now. Yeah, it is fun. It's like really fun to be on Twitter right now. Although they're 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 starting to they're starting to hack away at people. It seems Lucas Gage was banned. I oh, guess really? I was just looking on not Twitter outright. right now. Was outright banned. Well, he's banned for three months. Three and, months. Um, From seven days or something. No. So Elon <sighs> Musk talked about him direct yeah so he was banned for seven days and then he got banned for other tweets while he was banned was that for the wooden door tweet i was like yeah i don't i don't know what it was <laughs> well they <laughs> said it was for the it was for the fire extinguisher emojis oh okay well there you go yeah that okay. was like one of them and then elon musk addressed it directly i think today he said he was banned because he said he wants to slay demons and he said that means elon musk was like that means jews and you can't call <laughs> for killing that's what he said. Yeah. Well, was Elon Musk right calling now. them out based. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. Naming them. And then I see this other no, thing, and I don't know if it's real or not, <clears throat> but the ADL, someone posted a screenshot of the ADL classifying the word demon as an anti-Semitic. Are you trope. serious? Do they really want to own that? Wow. Well, I mean, banker, I globalists. I mean, demon. demon? Yeah. I guess so it's not that far <laughs> Jeez. Let me see if I can find that. That's funny. Blue-eyed devils, black hammer. No. Yeah. So, um, if maybe. if you look at Autumn Griper's replies, you'll find it like just a little bit down. Okay. I'll I'll see if I can and, find it. And he's responding to Elon Musk. He actually ratioed Elon Musk by like three times, responding to Elon Musk saying that uh, calling demons is talking about or saying demons is talking about Jewish people. Oh That's gosh. funny. <laughs> I gotta see if I can find that here. All well, right. there's than demons. What do you think about the year so far? Has it been uh, positive? I think it's been pretty positive as far as developments, as far as you know, the yeah, conversations that are getting out there. There's a lot of people that are really starting to like come around to this. I think Harrison Smith said something um, on his show a while back, like about a month ago. He said that people are getting bombarded with about 20 years of content from poll in like a week so <laughs> i mean that's basically what's happening on twitter i mean i personally know people that are like starting to ask me questions and you know their head their minds are their 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 heads are exploding from some of the things that they've been seeing lately so it's um very good you just wonder how long is this going to last how long are, are we going to be able to say what we want to say on 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 x i don't know yeah, as, as long as he's willing to run it at a loss, I guess. <laughs> we'll see what happens with the advertisement thing. But right now, it's fun. I mean, he could he could technically run it at a loss too for a while. Yeah, I mean, he least. has plenty of money, and if he's so money. committed to free speech, <laughs> you know, put some of that money where your mouth is. And I think that he is. I think he's willing to do that. We'll yeah. see how far he's willing to do that. We'll see when these government contracts start uh, getting canceled. Yeah, that'll be a big tell. Yeah, exactly. I still don't trust uh, Musk. I've said that many times before. But as long as he's doing this, and he seems he seems genuine about 
waking up to some stuff like in real time like you know he's he's on there all the time essentially so he's seeing he's seeing shit basically and he's yeah like, he responds to things yeah that are like whoa i can't believe you said that i can't believe you responded to that yep so that's good that that's, that means things are shifting right i mean tremendously like in our direction i mean it's like at least on on this platform i'm not sure about some of the others these days i'm not sure who's anybody is anybody on facebook the beyond the boomers TikTok. I maybe that would be I mean, there's stuff spreading on TikTok, but they're very fast in banning stuff, apparently. Yes. I, I'm not even on there, so I wouldn't know, but that's what I hear. Well, that whole uh, uh, <clears throat> Bin Laden's letter to America, mm -hmm. yep. so that went viral, right? And where he said that, you know, we don't hate you because of your culture, we hate you if you're supportive of the Zionist state of Israel. So that went viral on TikTok. That had, I think it was something like double-digit millions views for the, that hashtag. Something like 20 million views or something like that. And then... The dancing Israelis went viral after that mm -hmm. on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And so then when they took down all the like Bin Laden's letter to America stuff, they took down the uh, the dancing Israelis. But it trended. It got like 12 million views on that hashtag. Jeez. Yeah. yeah I mean, the future's not looking good for Israel, according to even all the polls, you know, ADL does and all these Jewish orgs. Most young people, they don't give a shit about Israel. And they don't yeah. they don't think about the Holocaust or they think it's greatly exaggerated. We showed some of these one polls in a couple four, weeks one ago. One in five, was it, or something like that? Yeah, so what do yeah. you think what do you think that means for the future of like America and the support of the Israel? Zion, how, the how is Zionist, that gonna change? The Zionist power things? in America is ending, but the problem is it, it, that's because partially because it's getting browner too. <laughs> so that doesn't mean it's yeah. good for white people. Well yeah, see that's <laughs> that's why you see them like talking about like open borders now all of a sudden yeah like all yep. of a sudden you start to see you know ben shapiro from going from saying i don't give a damn about the browning of america to i can't we must stop <laughs> you know the, the flood of the borders because the culture is changing too yes. much and and so now they now they can the adl there was this secret recording i don't know if you guys saw this but jonathan greenblatt oh, yeah, came out he's out like about tiktok yeah, he's shit. like the battle is no we've been going about this all wrong we've been going about this the wrong way almost like a movie like scene he's like he yeah, just realized is he not, it, i thought he was smarter than that i guess not well, I, I think it's about Please. they want to rule over the ashes they don't care if they're destroyed in the process to be honest that's what it looks like to me because they, they, they're not thinking this through at all it's not no rational uh, ability to be strategists and stuff you think them of like being really smart and stuff they're driven by hatred what do you think Vince? well it's worked for a long time Right. Whenever you, you come up with a master plan, you almost you think like it's a foolproof plan, but then you don't expect certain things to come from it. And then those certain those certain things lead to your eventual destruction. It's almost like the Titanic, right? It's an unsinkable ship and then crashes into a freaking, uh, you know, a, 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 an iceberg and then and then sinks. It's, it's sort of like the same thing. You can't think about every single thing. And now, you know, Jonathan Greenblatt's like, oh, we went about this the wrong way. It's not right versus left. It's young versus old. Well, too late. And maybe they don't care about the, you know, their collateral damage that's destroyed in the process as long as they can create this like slave class society where they that they rule over from their ivory towers that are, you know, it's basically just miles and miles of shanty towns surrounded by Amazon factories. Maybe they don't, but I think that they're definitely concerned about this, and they're they're really trying to button this up as quickly as possible. So it, it's yeah, interesting. I mean, Jonathan Greenblatt—he's even regretting all this woke stuff, right? Because now it's affecting his Jewish children in schools. Like, well, you helped bring all this woke stuff to the schools, and now that it's biting yep. you in the ass, now he's complaining about oppression Olympics, right? And woke politics, and how uh, Jews are no longer at the top there's of the, the uh, pyramid. There's the iceberg basically. there, by the way. There's the iceberg. <laughs> the one that down. 
<laughs> All I wanted was clean. You pulled that up quick. Man, I know. How well, did you I, remember that? Well, one? I, I find that's you know. It was got, all scripted, folks. I got, my, this is I, got, <laughs> I got my ways. Okay, man, it was slow. I was like, "Come on, man, move it." Anyway, uh, that's what they think. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? I, was, I lost my train of thought. I was looking yeah, at this I mean, meme. About how they're, they're all of a sudden they're caring about all this woke stuff. And oh yeah, you look, yeah. You look at the universities, right? And what they're trying to do to the universities now that they see it's all the it's all the brown people that are like anti-semitic they're but like they're hold not. on a minute we have to and the thing is they're not they're just anti the state of israel because they think it's like white supremacist and colonialist and all this stuff right they're not actually calling out like <clears throat> zog yeah jewish influence in america Hopefully well they're starting to find out about that that whole thing people young people were like i just found out about apac for the first time ever how did i not know about this it's like well you know, wait until they find out who is behind 9-11 or the JFK assassination, yeah. which eventually will come. And this has happened throughout history for a long time. You know, you have the right right wing and the left wing um, that eventually come to agreement on one thing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've seen this. We've seen this throughout history many times. So, we'll, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see. They can only censor for so eventually the cat is basically out of the bag at this point. I mean, there's been so many people that have um found out about things that it might be it might be a little bit too late for them but. yeah i think, yeah, I think too, so uh, it, it's definitely going to change for them no doubt about it and it's not the same world just five years ago to be honest it, it's very different things is moving very fast information is moving fast and as you said if you can find the right stream like of, of you know people posting stuff yeah you could be red-pilled and have your mind blown as you said in like literally a couple of hours <laughs> essentially i mean if you're the, willing the one thing that's so annoying is that you have like a lot of these non-white people that they just view you know zog as a part of the white supremacist system right and so it's like you get all these uh, palestinian refugees that they want to come over to europe and people are like great they're great allies no they're some of the most vehemently anti-white people there are right henrik like the ones you encounter in sweden and all across yeah. europe so then there's yeah. there's that issue as well right so there's well, like well, that's clear what I said. out it's, israel it, and then it, we get all those people i i mean it depends on what you what order you want to do this right if you see like you know zionist power is the most important thing like get that off your back first and you can deal with a secondary problem Sure. I mean, that's fine. Repatriation. But you can go home. Let's at, end the war at, at and then you all go in, home. At least in Europe, I mean, what, you would have to go to like Michigan to really get like large swaths and populations of Muslims or something like that. But in Europe, like to do some kind of, you know, <laughs> it's us versus Zog, that's technically impossible no. at this point anyway, unless something miraculous happened. But even then, you know, it's like, okay, fine, we can agree on this one thing. But then like you're after that, you're out. <laughs> you know, I you mean, have to go home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the so the thing and I know time is, is is short here but uh, the one thing i was just thinking about while you were talking is that like if you look on so tiktok it the 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 trend that started was the the letter to america bin laden's letter to america so that started right then directly after that there was a trend of dancing israelis and i think there was a couple of other trends i think even there were some people that were getting like millions of views talking about the holocaust and saying certain things about that so if they went from the the letter to america from that you know the the narrative was colonialism white privilege or white white supremacy and, and blah 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 to dancing israelis imagine you know where else that that road is going to lead imagine when they start to look into there was bar new barbara specter clips that are getting millions of views on <laughs> on, on tiktok Man, she looks on, more like a demon than ever speaking of demons uh. right uh <laughs> there was there was a, a bunch of stuff about the heart seller act i saw go viral the other day a bunch of stuff about 9/11 getting four, five, six million views on 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 Twitter. 
uh, and the the art students. So eventually that road is going to lead to other things. You know, once they've th th there was a, a lady on TikTok who said my mind was was blown. I couldn't believe my entire worldview changed because I found out about APAC. So then, you know, that's going to create somewhat of a hunger in people to try to find out other things related to that topic that they didn't know before as well. Right. To get that endorphin rush that that you get from uh, finding out new. We've all been there. We all mind. know that journey, right? We want all, we want yeah. everyone else to have that journey. Because it, it only benefits uh, all of our futures. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. I'm early. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was like jumping right into a live. Isn't it oh, funny? Fine. Every it's time fine. we're all we're all in Idaho and we're all talking on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey Vince, what's up? We had a bigger hey, studio. We didn't you guys. Yeah, you're once we Next build time. that big studio, you guys yeah, will all be over. Exactly. One more question <laughs> for you though. Uh, any predictions going into 2024? I know it's an election year. Oh man, I think it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you uh, you saw the polling places during the last election i'll just imagine that times like a hundred so i think it's going to be going to be crazy the boomer waffen will be out in full force for sure <laughs> i hope so <laughs> so we'll see all right all Vince, right merry christmas dailyveracity.com so the, right, ma the main christmas. site uh, for you vince yes sir all right Thank there you. it is folks good to see you vince uh merry christmas to you and, and the fam all right you too take care take care all right all right Hi, Rebecca, Rebecca. You're up. You don't look <laughs> pregnant at all. What the heck? Yeah, wait, wait until <laughs> I angle. stand up. I'm actually having contractions right oh now. Oh my gosh, <laughs> are you serious? You came on anyway. That's uh, that's strong. No, it's, it's been bold. happening for weeks. Braxton so Hicks. They're Braxton Hicks. Yeah. Yep. You I'll can't look. wait for it to be uh, over. Is that the score? Oh yeah, this is. I I just hate being pregnant so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Isn't it Lana, funny? Lana and I may have this mutual friend who like exudes just pure goddess energy yes. when she's pregnant yes. so when we're pregnant at the same time i'm like listen i can't see you and this is over like i can't like, i can't do this she's like oh i feel like mother earth and I yeah. feel amazing. i'm like all swollen and fat and stuff i'm like don't come near me like get away from me I can't talk to you. it is funny it's worth it though and i'm so glad you're having another and you're gonna have another cute baby real I know. soon. So yeah, exciting. A, little, a little girl. So this nice. is gonna be awesome. And hopefully she's a good sleeper. We always hope that. Cause <laughs> Yeah. My my daughter is was always a good sleeper. And now I'm like, does God give you a, a hard child after an easy child? Is that how this goes? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> you will be challenged, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. If you have enough of them, eventually you're going to have one that's like, oh my God, good yeah. thing we didn't have that one first. Yep. I know, I know, right? It's better yeah. to have it first, though, right? Kind of get that over with. Yes. If it gets easier and easier, that's that means you can have more. You don't want to have true. that like you have two or three and then it's just like a hard stop at three or four. And I know people <laughs> you know, have yeah, done that. True. They're like, that's it, we're done. This one's yeah, like too much. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, too hard. yeah, yeah. People get to a point where they're like, I, I literally cannot handle any more children. But then I know some people that are like, they have like six kids and they're like, well, what does it even matter at this point? Just throw them on the pile. It's fine. Different it's economies of scale. Types. Too. Yeah. And every, everyone handles stress differently. They have it's, different lifestyles, true. different approaches yeah. to it. Uh, generally, yep. it's about trying to find the the pe for me at least like the calm and the storm. That's always the hard, challenging part. Yeah, <laughs> kind of tuning it out a little bit, you know. That's true. Yeah, and like, then it also helps to kind of find joy. Yeah, in mundane <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
Henrik's like, I'm out. wasted right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm getting there. You know, got some whiskey there for once. I never drink on stream, and I'm going to regret this one. It's a fine whiskey that I bought him, by the way. <laughs> no, it's so. fine. It's very good. Thank you. <clears throat> yes. You're going to have it. It you better be it. good. Yes. Yeah. So, it's worth it. So, what are your thoughts on the year? Do you think it was a good year overall, or? Oh, this was a this was a trash year. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you guys. I think do you it. say that every year, honestly. I, I do. I do. Like, it's just getting I, worse I, and worse. Well, it does because I looked back at 2016 when I started my YouTube channel. I was just so optimistic that we were going to change things and there was going to be this pro white movement and like everybody. But there is a pro white movement now, though. I know. What? I know there is, but I just feel like increasingly demoralized every every year. I'm like, what are they going to throw at us? at us next. This COVID thing lasted so much longer than I had anticipated. And at the beginning of the COVID thing, I still had faith that people weren't retards and they weren't going to fall for this. But like, I still like, I feel like I'm still dealing with it. I saw a chick at the grocery store yesterday wearing a mask. I'm like, what the fuck is this? What is going on? How is it 2024? And I still have to deal with you, with you idiots. And then all of my friends have been sick, like back to back illnesses for the last two to three months. And I'm like, there is... Us There's something got going the cold, on. That cold yeah. that all our kids have? Yeah, I got a minor version of it, but it's still, I got I, some of it. I'm going to go hard here. I think it's some of the chinks and the kikes. They're meddling with shit <laughs> in the labs. <laughs> Let me just, I, I'm just putting that out there, okay? All right? I, I don't know if it's Uh-oh. true. I, <laughs> <laughs> he all really right. is hitting the whiskey. Yes, oh, I know. Jeez. <laughs> well, that was a good I don't. Time, I don't disagree with you. I mean, <laughs> well, I, I think a, the, like, prove me wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, something's clearly up. And so I just am waiting. Like, I'm waiting for the next, what's the next thing going to be, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> you don't think but, anything yeah. positive happened this year, though, with all the, like, ban ADL and the anti-white discourse going? Even Charlie <sighs> Kirk's talking about, like, you know, demographic replacement. Oh, oh all yeah. All of those things. Twitter has been amazing. Like, I, I've been able to say things on Twitter that I never, ever, th- I never thought I was going to get my Twitter account back. But, um... I'm blondes underscore tweets, by the way. But like, I've been able to say things on Twitter where I'm like, like three years ago, I, I, I never would have been able to say this. I saw Paul Joseph Watson in one of his videos talking about the USS Liberty. I'm like, oh, what he the knows. hell? Oh, he he knows. totally. But I'm like, what is happening? He right used now? to like, know, is- and then he backed off. I understand. I think he wanted to get out there more too, as well, be more like normie friendly. But he knows all this stuff. Remember that secret recording of him too that was leaked out? (laughs) No, all this stuff. Oh yeah, there's a juicy, juicy recording. He knows stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you talk to any of these people behind the scenes or like get them a little drunk, everybody is way more base than they're letting on <laughs> except for you guys you guys well, are that, pretty that, much that, the same that's, yeah. what, that's what i'm saying that's what's back. so disappointing because it's this like i mean uh, look i i get it like i get terms of service or some shit like that you know yeah. but still well, it's you've been banned of, everywhere what the hell yeah, you know? what, what does it I matter got, yeah, i got I banned from gemini two days ago gemini no be like account. free speech and all this stuff and then they're like we can't disclose any details of your why. account must be banned is right? it it must be language? banned yeah. and we can't give you any more information uh, so don't say, write us yeah, i say basically. intelligence yeah, that's crazy like, yeah. yes i got a gemini when i got banned from coinbase for yes. sending a bunch of money to andrew anglin <laughs> there you go yep there you go you know and it's supposed to be what the vinkle loss <laughs> isn't isn't it those guys or yeah, yeah. i yeah. think so and they're like you know against the the banking system and, and pro yeah. free speech and all Peter those Thiel, things. watch like, out here we come yeah Ooh, really. look out for that woman you know she's trouble ban her account it's just like wow that's really disappointing yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, but but yeah if, I mean, if anybody has a good like on off ramp for crypto, uh, red eyes at protomail.com, let us know. <laughs> yeah, need, I, need I don't even know one. what to do outside of Gemini. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's hundreds of others, <laughs> obviously, but like someone, something that's decent, you know what I mean? So, yeah. All right. Well, whatever. Man, they charge like crazy, too, by the way, when you cash in oh, on a crypto. Good. Like, holy shit, you know what I mean? They make a lot of money on that. Greedy. Ah. So yeah. greedy. Yep. Yikes. No, but no, I, I mean, mean, generally, I think it was it was a positive year for, for that reason. You know, Kanye West, um, I you know I, I I hate to give credit because it's like this 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 based black guy had to come and save the day or whatever, <laughs> so I I really hate to do this, but it did do a lot in terms of um, widening the spread of what we can and can't talk about, uh, and so for that I'm I'm you know I'm pretty grateful and I and I kind of can't believe that it happened so quickly. You guys are over here like we've been talking about this for like 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good because he's like this super huge famous rapper and he's talking yeah. about these things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a, a plus. What was the latest you know? video? Damn, I should have pulled that in. It was uh, He was back talking Jesus about more stuff. Jesus, Adolf Hitler, Kanye. What's <laughs> 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 that again? He what? said, yeah, he fired up. He was at some party or some shit like that. It was oh, funny. Man. At this point, I don't even care. It's like if, if you have a voice and you're talking about this stuff. Exactly. Like, I, I will temporarily ally well, with you. Yeah, it's, you all, it's to, all helping. If you can blow that damn Overton window apart, then that's that's good. You know what I mean? Just yeah. totally shatter all of that shit and just yeah, like normalize yeah. just shit talking again and just make fun totally. of everything, basically. You know? Totally. Yeah. And there's always going to be exceptions to the rule. And yeah. I welcome those, you know. Yeah, I agree. So, <laughs> you're, you're right, of course. There, there needs to be a positive spin on 2023. I don't know. Uh, and then, and then living in Idaho is so awesome. It's just oh, I love it here. It's just great. Like we don't have to deal with any of the diversity problems. So I went to a new pediatrician, and she was like, "I'm from Seattle too. I left because of just I just couldn't tolerate all the diversity." And I was like, "Oh, what nice." Is she actually came out and said that. She yeah, but like totally, I hadn't I hadn't prepped her. You know, yeah, I, I hadn't vetted her. I didn't know to her. What, yep. Yeah. She had no idea who I was or if I was going to be somebody that got her fired. But she was like, yeah, I just uh, I couldn't I couldn't live there anymore. And I was like, huh, only in North Idaho would like would somebody say that without seriously vetting their clientele first. Um, it made me feel good. I'm like, OK, you, you know, don't throw out gonna... a liberal vibe, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Dyed right, my hair so, blue. So before I got to do this, too, then. What uh -oh. is that? What kind of diversity? This Oh my God. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it is funny how there could be a billion of them, though, or 1.3 billion that come to our countries, and it's like, oh, diversity. It's like I've been to India, yeah, and it's all it's all Indians, and they say, oh, we're diverse. They're no, they're all the same. There's like shout out to Alex for that clip, by the way. Anyway, go ahead, uh, Lauren. It's Gross. just like going to Europe. Like you have different European ethnicities or whatever. They might have their like different little tribes or whatever, but they're all the same people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's not like when you look at the Irish and the Italians and you're like, you're both considered white. How is that even possible? <laughs> well, there's Shots northern, <laughs> northern Italians. <laughs> no, I do love the Italians, but we're lying to ourselves. We act like they're not the black people of Europe. <laughs> they are. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a, there's a there's a point there somewhere, right? We could we could draw a line. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you're talking about like Milan or something. You're like, yeah, I mean, that's basically like Germanic people settling that. Oh yeah, northern yeah. Parts I think of I think if anything <laughs> south of Milan is the Africa of Europe. Yeah, totally. I've, I've traveled around the <laughs> world. Sicilians. I've yeah, been around Europe right and now. I've never I've never been to Italy. And now I don't know if I want to go. Oh, no, it's awesome. Yeah. I, I studied abroad there. I mean, but you, you'll get 
sexually harassed just constantly. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a different time. You can't, and that's can't go what, to any cities, basically. That's what bums yeah. me out yeah. because, like, my parents took me traveling and I traveled around the world as a teenager and then uh, in my 20s. And it's like, am I going to be able to do that with my children? You know, going over to Europe and some of the the same places, like mm. it's it's a it's a different world, and that's that's kind of yeah. a hard pill to swallow. Totally, me. that's why we're just going to keep going back to Japan. I'm like, I have no connection to this heritage. <laughs> yeah, what like, did you I, think? I you you went to Japan. What mm. was your first impression when you got there? Like vibe and people and um, all that. You know, Asians they're it's a it's a thing. They're kind of like homogenous insect people. However. <laughs> The Japanese have a an honor-based culture that yes. they extend to people that pointlessly destroyed their country. Like the amount of um, kindness and hospitality that my family and I were met with was unprecedented. And I just kept thinking like, we firebomb the shit out of you guys for like yeah. no reason. And you still are just extending this. Well, it's because they have an honor-based culture where they respect victors. And so um, I, I don't know. I, I just I just loved it. It was so clean. The food was fantastic. Everybody was so friendly. They they have a major birth rate problem, uh, but you know Japan is for the Japanese, and they're really serious about that. And uh, I appreciate any place that I go to where they're like, "Welcome to our country," but we don't want you to move here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I spent three months in Kyoto and had a, a very good experience. They're all very friendly and, oh, yeah, and happy totally. and easy to talk to and. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, had a I had a great time, and I hope that uh, Japan remains Japanese because I know that they're dealing with some of their own possible uh, immigration issues and liberalism. They are. They're down to 97% ethnically Japanese. Ooh. Um, but they do appropriately hate the Chinese. Like, I saw these, uh, this <laughs> Chinese, it was so funny. I was sitting in this empty restaurant, this delicious restaurant, and um, this group of Chinese tourists came in. I don't know why, but they, like, immediately started telling the chef that they were Chinese. I was like, shut up, man. Yeah, I don't see <laughs> What are you doing? And then the ch the uh, Japanese chef was like, oh, it's full. You got to you gotta get out. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, the whole conversation was in English, and I was watching, and I was just like, we were literally the only people there. They don't like the communists, you know. Yeah, yeah. They really hate the Chinese. Well, hi, 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 hypocrite. How you doing? That way. Merry Christmas. Yeah, hey guys, Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas. Hey. We got a couple of people in the got call. The hat. Right now. Nice. It's turning into a party. How's it going? <laughs> Rebecca, yeah, last, really last question. It's cool you. to see Rebecca here, too. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan. Oh, cool. Thank you. I am so pregnant. My face is so swollen. I don't usually look like this. Oh, my God. You're <laughs> beautiful. Shut up. <laughs> you're nine, nine months pregnant. Nine months pregnant. Can't believe it. What were you going to say, Lana? Sorry. Uh, predictions. 20, 2024. It's an election year. You think more of the same? Is it going to be turbulent? Is it going to be good for us? Bad for us? What, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, we're never going to get that element of surprise that we got in 2016. So we're at such nah, like a never say never. That's true. That's true. I mean, we're at such an incredible disadvantage, though, in terms of um, that kind of Trump enthusiasm. Like they, they they've shamelessly stolen elections before. I see no reason that they won't that they won't do it again. Um, but I don't know. I mean, uh, things change so quickly that I'm I'm always apprehensive to make major predictions because even if things do go south. Like, they don't know what everybody else has brewing, right? Or the reactions of people. And people seem to be genuinely at the end of their rope. I don't know how much more they're going to tolerate of this. Like, another COVID situation, I think that I think that people would just be like, all right, uh, I've got no money, so I'm just going to start killing people. And that's how it is. 
So the Civil War thing is real. We gotta just put on those Maybe. red glasses, you know, and we're good to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> that great, the first by the way. time that the, the Civil War chance is like higher than zero percent. That yeah. yeah, especially with like trying to keep Trump off the ballot and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, and what happened in Colorado too? Yeah, it's, it's higher than zero percent <laughs> likelihood now. <laughs> it used to be a lot of copium. Everybody, everybody would be like, "Oh yeah, there's going to be this this major insurrection and everything." Like, I'm like, "Nope, but people aren't organizing anyway." But now that I see things coming to fruition, I'm like, "Well, maybe, maybe." We'll see. Yeah, they're taking what? We'll they're, they're, all the ammo's about to run out and shit uh, like that. I don't know. They're, they'll find some way. <laughs> so many Americans are so such better. lazy, fat GMO head corn syrup fed couch potatoes. Yeah. It's going to take a lot. We'll see. That's Shots true. fired. <laughs> you know what I do true. know is that we'll be. They okay just need those red. I'm telling you, it's uh, those red glasses, and we're good to go. <laughs> what kind of American well, are you? Merry Christmas and thank you so much for having me. Same. And Good to you. Merry Christmas. Good to see you. Rebecca, thanks for coming on. Thank you. I appreciate you. Bye. See you later. Bye. All right. We got a couple of folks here. Every, right. Everyone's in this. I guess it's free for all. Jason I have forget Kuhn. Jason Kuhn and Jim, Jim Goat. Everybody's in here. Nice. Yeah. Well, hello. Can you hear me fine? Yes, we Everywhere. can. We can hear you. Splendid, splendid. How are you all doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. good. A big, a big white Christmas Yuletide <laughs> to you. And it, what a marvelous year you have had, uh, uh, Henrik and Lana. Your shows have been just glorious over the course of the year, especially the one with that Brand Danger guy. I thought he was really oh, he's impressive. Great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's really great. liked the Brand Danger. And I, li I loved how you opened the show today with uh, what was it? Um, Oh God, Bing Crosby. Mm -hmm. I like Bing Crosby. I'm <laughs> now I know. Of a wide I know it was written Christmas. by. I have to say this because I didn't say it in the intro. I know it was written by Irvin Berlin, born Israel <laughs> Berlin. But we'll, we'll we'll take we'll take this one. All right. Well, we'll, we'll use. Take this one. <laughs> we'll use it against we'll them. We'll take on this, this one. one. Holy shit! Yes. I could, yeah. Damn it! I was looked it up. It's like damn. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Smack the table. That's yeah, it. I can't criticize it. the ADL yep, anymore because of Irving Berlin. That's I'm so, it. I'm, I'm walking away. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yep. You're, <laughs> I'm a you're Zionist totally There's no disproportionate uh, influence anywhere. Yes, exactly. This one song, that's it. That's all it took, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally invalid. I've been singing that song every Christmas, so I guess that invalidates <laughs> me as well. But, but we've, had a, we've had a glorious year in service to white well-being. I got to say, 23 has been absolutely amazing. Uh, one of the, I mean, we've had so many huge things that I'd, I'd love to just share with everybody. Uh, iHeartMedia, uh, they, earlier in the year, they had, there was a, a anti-white black thug, a teenager on a school bus beat the hell out of a little white girl. And iHeartMedia, a major media uh, organization, decided that they were gonna run an, uh, an article with a photograph there was a stock photo of a little white boy beating up another white child on the school bus. So we reached out to them using the concepts that we teach with the go free method. And uh, I, I forcefully, but, but politely, and they immediately changed the picture that they were using. And we on the, on the show, we showed this is what they were saying. And here's, here's the communication with iHeartMedia. And then this is what they changed the image to as a consequence. It was going to be a very easy way to point out, and it's how I articulated it to them, how that they had made an anti-white decision to, to discriminate and to condemn white people when this was clearly committed by this anti-white thug on the school bus. We've also had just colossal, I wish I could name them all, 
I got to tell you guys, Team White Wellbeing, the uh, OT outreach team, these people organizing, strategizing a forethought, going into specific content creators' audiences. We call it swashing for swashbuckling, you know, to make it kind of like a romantic and adventurous kind of a thing, fun. <laughs> and uh, we go over there and we share we share the concepts that we have found to be extremely powerful, concepts like anti-white, anti-whiteism, anti-white narrative, uh, white erasure, <clears throat> excuse me, on and on. And then these content creators, as a consequence of their audience using it and paid super chats with questions using these concepts, as a consequence of that, they begin using the concepts. And what's important about the concepts is that they change the way that the conversation about our victimization is discussed. It changes it in a way to benefit us. That's where all the power lies. So just colossal people like King Mark Dice uh, using anti-white, anti-whiteism, Matt Walsh, uh, Jeremy from the quartering, Elijah Schaefer, Dr. Carol Swain getting into like the absolute respectable regime uh, oriented and known folks, the big gun guy, Nutton Fancy. I don't know if you've heard of him. Amala Ekpundabi, uh, and a huge one just recently, Donald Trump Jr. using several of the concepts, white erasure, anti-whiteism. Uh, we have marvelous, marvelous folks who have been getting in there. And uh, every Sunday we talk about it. Every Sunday we say, who are we going to be swashing on? And what are the concepts we're going to be using? And then when they end up using it, we clip it out and we share with everybody. If Donald Trump ends up in this next election saying anti-whiteism is a problem, well, it's going to be coming Will from he? his number Will one he son. Will he know? Will he finally say that? Well, you know, I don't know. I don't honestly, I don't believe he cares at all for white people. I think that he just gets in the way of anti-whites inflicting injury on white people, Western kind and what we produce. And that's. What we produce and that white erasure on the things we produce is very much an injury to us physically, mentally, spiritually. As our world changes and no longer reflects us, it is a significant injury. So I, he could say it, though. He could say this is his number one son. He gave his name to him. If there's anybody he's going to be listening to, it's going to be Donald Trump Jr. at the dinner table. And if he's saying anti-whiteism is a problem, which we have had him saying on his streams, a couple of uh, content creators getting right to him, um, building good friendships. And what's important, and I just want to make clear, it's that these people like Donald Trump Jr. are actually good people. They care about everyone, even white people. They just need the concepts that will enable them to talk about these things in a way that presents that moral position. That's that's really all it is. Concepts and the had, courage and the courage, because I think Trump big knows. Time. Trump knows. Hundreds. He sees. He's, the the, tra the trail has been blazed for them. Let's yeah. also say that. You know, I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's it's much time. safer now than it was just a couple of years Who's ago. Who's going to speak yeah. up for the white working class? When is that going to finally happen on the Precisely. right? Precisely. He was so well, close. <laughs> he was so close, we, and then he we just, were so close, and then it was just like, care. look at my African American yeah. over there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right, right to the I'm out. platinum yes. program, and this is all yes. we're going to do. Back. Back to like when I was working on the Hill during uh, uh, Bush Jr. and 9-11, uh, and it was all the Republican Party could think about, could talk about all the way back then, and even, I'm sure for many, many decades prior. How, many, how much more we, can we do for blacks? How much more can we do for Hispanics and Asians and, and Arabs? I, in fact, I talk about my book, 
and born guilty, which has survived. This December has suppressed, survived suppression for five years this December. It's going to be banned and, tomorrow. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll get, it, it's been taken down. It's been taken down more than a dozen times. And I keep getting it put back up on Amazon. It's been nothing but a fight, but it's still there. You can, you can still find it on Amazon. You can find it at NoWhiteGillCollectibles.com as well. But in there, I talk about these private Wednesday meetings that we used to have heads of all of the biggest conservative organizations in the country every Wednesday, White House staff, senators, House members would show up, everything off the record. And a strategist, he's still alive, so I'm not going to say his name because everything was off the record, at one of those meetings, and you can find out more about that in Born Guilty, openly said, the Republican Party isn't going to do anything for white people. He said those words. Everything was focused on every other race. Yeah, they've transitioned to Mexicans now. I mean, that's clear. Oh, yeah, without question. Uh, that and and that's why more than ever, these these personal victories that people have using the concepts in their lives, because it, you know if it's going to work for somebody like a Donald Trump Jr. to use it on his on his streams and put to bed different kinds of accusations such as racist and et cetera, just by pointing out that this is anti-whiteism and you're an anti-white for using it. Uh, it works for regular folks in their lives. And that's what's important. It's got to work on that micro for it to work on the macro. So we've had over the course of this past 2023 year, just like so many years prior, personal victories that are innumerable. But one of the biggest I'll share very quickly was you, you may be, uh, Lana, you know, Heidi, do you know Heidi, Heidi and Ray? Don't. And uh, they're Should great I? people. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, uh, they've uh, been in your audience. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's is it's the uh, the journalist, right? Kind of no. independent journalists. No, no. Okay, no, I'm confusing it with someone else. Then go ahead. Go ahead. Well, they are uh, wonderful people, and uh, they've been using and and studying the concepts in their life. Their little boy came home. And this is going to be really pertinent for y'all with the two the two princes. And now we have the princess right. of the white race over there <laughs> at uh, the Palmgren household. I love it. I love them. There couldn't, the they couldn't be more and beautiful. Valkyrie, yes. Mm -hmm. They couldn't be more beautiful. But I got to say, they had the little boy come home and uh, with a book that was radically anti-white. The white little boy in this little book uh, was uh, the villain, the non-white uh, little boys were the good guys. They also happened to take care of uh, really good care of dogs uh, and animals. The white little girls figured out that the white little boy was the villain and the non-white little boys were the good guys and that they were nice to the dogs. And um, this he Heidi decided she wasn't going to put up with this. Her son was not going to do a book report on this, was not going to teach her son anti-whiteism. She scheduled a meeting with the teacher she went to the school. The principal was there as well. She laid out her argument about the book being anti-white. That's what she focused on. The book She, she used uh, the concepts anti-white, anti-whiteism, white erasure, spoke completely from the point of us, her little boy being victimized. What do you think happened? Nothing like you've ever seen before, but what we see all the time with these, these wonderful people doing these things, dazzling people. The teacher said, I had no idea. I never thought of it like that. The book is anti-white. I'm going to pull it out of the curriculum. So she pulled the book out of the curriculum, a brand new book she decided to go use. Not only did that save 
Heidi and Ray's little boy from being infected by these self-hating thoughts, which are the worst that can be inflicted on any group of people on planet Earth, your essence is evil, which you can't escape. But all the little white kids going through that woman's classroom moving forward. And I submit that she'll be now noticing anti-white, anti-whiteism in other uh, teaching materials. And if her behavior comports with her decision on that day, which by the way, the principal also endorsed, then she'll be pulling more of this out. That means all of these white babies going through there, this elementary school, this woman's class at least, uh, will not get infected with anti-white and anti-whiteism. But it's been a glory, that's a wonderful thing. We had Dr. S Carol Swain herself, she's in the news right now because she was plagiarized uh, by uh, Dr. Gay, at Harvard. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Dr. Dr. Gay. Dr. Gay. That's yes. correct. Dr. Gay. Couldn't be a uh, better We had name. her. Dr. We had Butt. her on the screen. No, that's not good. Who? No, no. I'm just... <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead. But we had, it, it's, been, it's been so splendid and it's been so fun to watch you all. You have gone from strength to strength. I thought Red Ice was impressive years ago. And every time I check in, and uh, see the quality and the, the content that you all share. It's amazing. It's just strength to strength this Thank year. You. 2023 has been an amazing year for Red Ice. I expect 24 will be even better. We're looking forward to a great 2024, this wonderful white Christmas and Yuletide season and your babies there in that picture are just so beautiful. I don't know what to say about well, it. Well, you too. You've been doing you, good Jason. work. And I thank think you. the important thing You're is that we, we keep on trucking. We just keep mm -hmm. on doing what we do and keep spearheading what we do because it's working. And what do you all think? <laughs> what do you all think before before I get out of here? What do you all think is, uh, I don't know, maybe the peak or the, the high point of this past year or challenge, I guess, for you all or for our people as a whole? Oh, geez. Uh, good question. You know, I would have to think about it a little bit in terms of, uh, at least in terms of this year. But again, I, I think just people generally who have been kind of holding normie conservatives feet to the fire, I guess, of sorts, and people just keeping hammering these people because because without that they would you wouldn't have a charlie kirk you, you know dropping no. these like terms and it's only because of pressure stuff. as i said before i think a lot of people they've called them out you know they, they uh, blazed that trail and they've made it somewhat comfortable for these people and it's kind mm -hmm. of annoying in one way it's because it's all like, of us have been banned from right and then they move in and, and, and now they the just talk about anti-white stuff it. or whatever and you know and it's like okay great at the end of the day i don't care who says this as long as it's being said you know what i mean but it's still this like as long as they don't try to kind of get ahead of the trend in order to steer it away from that, which is always, you know, kind of that the, the danger of sorts, right? You had, you had that clip with, you know, Tucker and Tim Poole recently talking about how, you know, the, I don't know who they were they talking about. They don't care about, about white people Yeah, the, the establishment identity. are secretly trying to get us to, to become white identitarians or something. I'm just like, what? what? <laughs> wait a minute. Who's the dumbest thing <laughs> you know, ever. And it's, <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. What? No, that's not what's happening. Then they'd be promoting people like us. Well, it's, yeah. it's, look, I, I get the idea of like, okay, if you you know want to strengthen a group, one-on-one psychology is you put pressure on them and they will strengthen themselves, right? That, that's that's understandable. But at the same time, you, you they're just choking everybody out and, and making sure they can't even like have their voices heard, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you'd have to find some balance. But I thought they also believed that Joe Biden's administration is is inept and incompetent at the same time. So you say, I mean, they're, but they're running this reverse psychology kind of thing and try to like being really smart about it. Tucker's mm -hmm. book is called Ship of Fools. 
right? He's talking about how they're they're all dumb. They're they're fools. Right. They don't even know what they're doing. They got to stop. You know. Anyway, I don't want to get off on a trail on that. But the point is, they wouldn't be some of these people of that ilk in that sphere would not be talking the way they did if it wasn't people that went before them that have literally yes, for decades whether that's re- replying yes. to them on twitter or 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 emailing whatever however this has reached these people but it clearly has and and all the talk as you said jason you know i mean language is important like what v- words they're using and how they're using it Everything is lined up for them. They just basically have to, like, you know, it's like yeah. going into a candy store and picking out what they want. That's and why you have to keep the pressure on. You have to keep pushing. And the reason why it's advancing is because it's true. Well, that's, that's it. We have the truth things, on our side. Yeah. That's, that's why, why the next yeah. things that we have to be talking about is repatriation and remigration. Like, that is the future. Yep. Yeah. Get them the hell out. I yep. mean, you have just this <laughs> December. Working. I know. I, just, I, December, I think I saw on Fox this morning, December 1st to date. It, it can't be real. It's but this is the number: two hundred and fourteen thousand people, border crossers, uh, crossing the border. They've all they're all going. Every last one of them that have been pouring in. I mean, it's it's black and white. By the way, it was black and white when I was working in D.C. in the Constitution that it was treasonous to not prevent border crossers. It has always been this way, and it actually the Constitution calls for resistance against the government that does not protect the border. It immediately gives the authority back to the people, to the states to do that. And yet everyone knows that if anybody goes out there and tries to stop these football or soccer-sized stadiums of, of uh, anti-white, non-white people breaking into our houses, which is coming into our country illegally, is breaking into all of our homes. If we go out there to try to stop them, we know the military will show up to drag us away, either in a body bag, or in cuffs. Uh, that's the that's the administration. That's the government that we're facing. And Henrik, you're so right about the conservatives. These like cuck. They just want to. They want to make it uh, sound like. And it's always been this way. This. Well, they're just. They're so stupid. We should just be able to roll over them. Their ideas don't make any sense. Their ideas make perfect sense. They're always aimed at victimizing us. Mm, it's yeah. always aimed at white erasing what white people have put into society. What we've. Western civilization. They're strengthening us thing. by making us a minority in our own countries and, and our kids. Yeah, oh, yeah. A hated right. class, right? A hated class, uh, a hated yeah. minority in our own countries. It's yeah. A, so, yeah, if, if we don't, uh, if, if we do not empower, this is really it. And Henrik, I think you said it a moment ago, the words, the power that we wield over the richest of the richest, the Rothschilds, the 101st Airborne, whatever it might be, the power that we wield over all of it, over the big uh, media empires, the universities, is the language that we use among ourselves. That's the language that our victimizer has to speak to us in to propagandize us. That they, If we all spoke Japanese, they would have to speak Japanese to speak to us. If we use concepts that empower us when the conversation is about our victimization, they will have to use those concepts to speak to us. And by so doing, they put themselves in the position of the victimizer and we in the position of the victimized. The immoral versus the moral. White people need a moral matrix to act in unison. That's why we have been sort of stalled for so long, no matter how big the crimes, because we talk about these things in a way that presents 
our victimizer as the moral actor and we're like the disgruntled uh, need to be punished child or something. When we turn this around so that the moral matrix works in our favor, white people at all levels um, in the military, in government, in the wealth, I mean, the wealth and the white race, you can't even fathom it, they'll be able to then act in a way that uh, uh, is a boon to the totality of our people. Put an end to things like this. But yeah, they're all going back. I don't know how Trump's going to say it. They're all going back. Mm. We have Every to be firm in that. Yep, they have firm to. in that. Good to see you, Jason. Thank you yes. so much. Hey, Merry Christmas. By, man. Yeah, thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy Yuletide. It was wonderful. God bless y'all. Noahquil.org. That's the website. Thank you, Jason. Thank you for all the support and keep up the good work. Yes, okay. We'll, have, so we'll have you back here. Do a full show. It's here at some point. Awesome. Bye-bye right. now. Thank you, man. Take care. Yeah, I think I hypocrite. Uh, we lost I hypocrite. Oh, uh, no. I wanted to invite, invite him back here. I said, hey, come on, jump back in here. We'll see. Jim Goad, can you hear us now? I can hear you. I think I'm still muted, though. No, Hold on a second. No, you're fine. You're good. Well, okay. Clear. Right. We can hear you. All right. All right. Hey, Hello, man. you adorable Snow White Vikings. Hey. <laughs> How's it going? It was a while ago. Good to see you, man. You were down in what, Mexico? No, New Mexico, was it? Not Mexico. No, we're still we're still moving to New Mexico. Really? Uh, out of, yeah, uh, getting, well, out of Atl Georgia? Why? Atl Atlanta? You have yeah, to ask. Yeah, Aren't there other, other, than the other places in Georgia? How about Savannah? That's pretty no. nice. No? Savannah? Savannah's got the most violent blacks in, <laughs> in Georgia and I remember we lived in Charleston at one point. Well, yeah, it's yeah, two okay. hours away. Interesting, interesting story be. about Savannah because, uh, I mean, you've got the, the little downtown section with the antebellum buildings. Mm. But what happened was Sherman came to Atlanta and it was scorched earth, went all the way 250 miles to the sea, burned everything. But the slaves or the, the ex-slaves started following him and the Jewish merchants of Savannah came out and, and they spared Savannah. But I think after a night or two, Sherman's troops left, they crossed over a bridge, cut the pontoon ropes, and stranded all the ex-slaves in Savannah. So they're the most bitter, pissed-off mm. slaves, ex, you know, generation after generation of dysfunction. Yeah, Savannah's got the highest violent crime rate. Wow. Okay. Sorry, yeah, just know. minus the little the little tourist <clears throat> section. That's nice. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, right. And that's that's it. But uh you can't get it. This is the South. I thought I mean, it was like you know, Prince Hall Freemasonry. This is like I know you like end. it warm, no, no. so you would never <laughs> consider, you know, Idaho. But yeah, there's some little pockets in New Mexico. You know, New Mex but it, it's New essentially Mexico, Mexico it's, now. <laughs> yeah, but they're they're like fat cowboys who want to be Americans. They're not radical. I've, I've been out to New Mexico yeah. enough. And plus the thing is it's the fifth biggest state. Only Alaska in order, Monta Texas, Montana, California so are bigger. Space. But the entire population is one third of the Atlanta metro area, like two million people. So you can hide you, and it never rains and that, that and it's cheap. So I remember we went that, through that's, Taos. That's, what we're that's pretty cool architecture, yeah, but you have some nice. kind of annoying, you know, rich, like new liberal, agey. new agey types there. But, yeah. <laughs> but the Plus, you do houses have, are pretty cool. You got a lot of like just weirdo people who were stranded there, and they're, and they're like the old hippies that are just like, "Hey, man!" Like they're not judgmental or radicalized. At least or they're anything, not going to so. kill you. So there's that. And <laughs> no black people. <laughs> yeah. They haven't like I'm. I like feel bad for spilling the beans, but they're like I think it's like three percent black. Yeah. Because yeah. Mexicans generally don't get along Which with Which means you can't say anything about it because then they'd be all offended about it. <laughs> the no Mexicans, experience. like, I mean, you talk about ethnic cleansing. That, that's what the, like, give the Mexicans credit. From coast to coast, they go into places. I mean, I remember when Compton was all black and NWA was from there, but Compton's all Mexican now. Is it? They, they, they come in. Yeah, the gangs. It's been Mexican versus black I, gangs. I think the Mexican gangs have been kicking them out. Uh, so. They might Compton have buried it. Compton used to be white, by the way. Let's remind yeah. everyone of that. Oh, I know. 
Yeah, you can look up, I mean, my favorite white musical artist of all time, Eddie Cochran. He was a rockabilly guy. He's playing Compton in 1959, and it's just white people in suits in the audience. But yeah, the Mexicans came into Compton, There was, and I keep trying to find it. They might have buried it. The LA Times, it was about 10 years ago, Sheriff Lee Baca. He was a Hispanic sheriff of LA County. He did a whole article about how Mexican gangs would go into black neighborhoods and shoot blacks at random. That It wasn't even gang-related. <laughs> No, they're, they're, I mean, they, you way know, they worse than any they, white supremacist gangs. Yeah. They, exactly. they cut, you know, people's heads off and rip hearts out as part of the rituals. They're, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty hard. So they're still stuck in the uh, Aztec uh, face. <laughs> they're, they're tiny, but when you have a lot of them, it adds up. Yeah, exactly. You, you just know, there's nobody to find. I'm trying to find that picture. It was a YouTube here, I think. Eddie Cochran playing at. Lie at a town hall party. Is that it? Town hall party, 1959. Is that it? Oh, holy shit. We've got to play some of this done. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, there we go. It's pure. It's about as white. I mean, it'll, it'll clean your teeth. It's so white. <laughs> Do they shoot the audience? Oh, there's, there's an audience shot right there. Let's, let's see. Here we go. Oh. Show the audience. Thank you very much. Dance town hall party. There we go. There we go. That's Thank Compton you. right there. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> yeah. I got lost in Compton once when I was like 21. I was like, aye, no. Aye, aye. <laughs> Don't get no. out of my car. Yep. Just keep moving. Mm. This was before we had GPS yeah. on phones and I actually had a map when I was living in L.A. <laughs> Can you remember maps? Humans used, used to read maps. They used to read compasses too. I remember yeah. L.A. Yeah, I lived there from uh, 87 to 94. So I saw the O.J. Chase, the Rodney King mm. riots. I saw it change, I think, from 17 to 44% Mexican. I was there during, during all the fun stuff. Did you see the rooftop Koreans? I saw the rooftop Koreans. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. We uh we lived a half block off Hollywood Boulevard, just away from Fredericks of Hollywood, and uh, we were in a six story building. We went to the top, and like you know, Hollywood's in the hills. Yes. See the entire LA basin look like Pompeii, just flames <laughs> everywhere. Jeez. The the fires were close enough you could feel the heat. It was it was pretty crazy, and you just couldn't get out of town. Oh wow. That that radicalized me a touch because <laughs> i remember the next day all the blacks they would try to make eye contact with you because they felt that they had gotten over yep oh geez and it was weird just driving to work and seeing like sandbags and tanks and machine gun turrets but it's, it's, what year, it's never what year, stopped what year was that that was 92 92 uh, okay 92. and the the thing that another thing that pissed me off even further was that they the the media deliberately suppressed a lot of things Rodney King, I didn't find out until 15 years later that Rodney King had two partners with him that night hmm. who stayed down and didn't get touched. And oh, they, that's they, right. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. never yeah, heard they, that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They kept pushing four what? white cops. Journalists white, lying? Oh, my God. I've never heard of such a or thing. Or just, just keeping, and, you know, they didn't show the full tape yes. where he keeps getting up and attacking them. Yep, exactly. And, like, like 54 people died, and that, that was, I guess, that was a turning point. All the nutty George Floyd, uh, Trayvon Martin, that was, uh, I guess I was there for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I got the hell out of there. Went up to Portland when Portland was shimmering and, and as white as that Eddie Cochran Oregon. dance party. But but Portland attracted a weird, you know, Portland's probably worse <laughs> than L.A. now. So you, you yeah. got to keep bouncing, I guess, until you. But, I, you know, if we find a little uh, Adobe hut somewhere in New Mexico. I think we'll be cool. Okay. Yeah, I was, was going to pull up your covers here, too. We got we to talk about this. You said, are you ready to talk about the book a little bit? Yes, yes. Okay, so so uh, we have we have now I know a little bit about the Necronomicon, right? I, I, allegedly, isn't that in the movie Evil Dead? 
I, yeah, it's which all, I've never it's, seen. It's a very oh, it's popular theme, movie. right? It's a very popular theme. Now, there's some stories going around that it was actually Peter Lavenda that secretly wrote the Necronomicon. Oh, Do you remember this stuff? Yes. There was Peter a bunch Lavenda. of teenagers that they ended up like killing themselves after reading it or some shit like that. There's like all these occult things. And you, Jim, you sent me a, a, a you know a cover, right, of this. That's a cover of the the, the Necronomicon. Yes. So I, I've uh, I've done this will be like my thirteenth book. I'll, only two of them were written as books. The rest are anthologies. The, uh, the last one I did was uh, Gender Psychos. It's all about trannies and rape panic and everything. <laughs> it was a few years ago. And then, uh, so, like, I've got 95 at this point articles I've written about black people. And usually these books are about 50, 55 articles. So I'm going to winnow them down to the best, edit them all, get them all laid out. I've got a, a friend sent me a thumb drive full of all great old coon chicken in, like, clip art from the 40s and 30s going to be littered throughout the book but i was trying to come up with a title for the book and i, I said jig a book and he's like no negronomicon <laughs> and, and there's the cover right there <laughs> there's a, there's a, that's the working cover for negronomicon oh and we we might make it a boutique item where it's actually textured and you know that weird would be nice a collector's item. leather and stuff yeah. do like a yeah. hundred of those or something you know real special <laughs> Yeah, with a little, you know, sash gold bookmark. It's kind of cute. Made out of silk. Yeah. It looks like the poppy playtime that yeah, uh, Rourke is playing right exactly. now. Exactly. The There's something place, a little yeah. haunt, haunting about it, too. It's, it's haunting, superficially really cute. So here's the Necronomicon. Here's the There's Negronomicon. Ne Just Negronomicon. to give you that full experience right there, because Jim sent it to me on Twitter DMs, and I was laughing pretty hard about that. <laughs> Who did you say came up with the cover, the suggestion again? Uh, the cover, uh, actually, it was the, the title a friend came up oh, with. Oh, the title, and then, exactly. And, and then the rest kind friend. of put itself into place. It just, it just kind of, it's, it's an <laughs> organic process after that. After the, after the title, everything else just kind of falls into place. Yeah. Uh, it would oh, be geez. interesting to see where I get it printed because uh, I had trouble printing my an anthology in my magazine I did in the early 90s, Answer Me. Yep, the, a I remember place, that. God, it, it was in 2017, the same place in Canada printed it, but in 2022, they said, no, it's too offensive. So a place in China was going to print it. Yeah. And then the they bailed out, right? The Chinese government yeah. <laughs> said no. So they we got offended. some, some South, South Koreans <laughs> were the, the only ones greedy <laughs> and, and antisocial enough to print it. So nice. we, we, like, I don't know. It'll be interesting. It'll be fun just to see who's actually willing to print this. There you, there you go. <laughs> it's got to be some... Maybe some niche, you know, publishing or printing company somewhere they can they could they could do it. You know, yeah. They, just just titles. tell them that you have to tell them it's something different. I guess. Uh, well, that's hard to do though, because then they would still see it and look at it. Or, I don't know. I don't know. And it'd be nice to get, but I it, like a, a majority white country is probably not going to print something like this these days. That's, yeah, that's the big irony. That's how racist it? they are, right? <laughs> it's, it's the you know the Malaysians or something will have to print it. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, you have well, to go see The Evil Dead from 1981, Bruce Campbell. It's kind of, it's funny. It's it's, being, it's kind of a cult classic. Being ancient, like one of the things is like, I have trouble watching anything after 75 or anything that like, even if it had like a numeral two, like a sequel. Yeah. I, it, it's funny because like as, as untrad as I am about a lot of things, pop culture after certain, and you know, internet jargon, like I just... There's a wall there. I can't. Well, it's kind of for us, Lana, right? But we're stuck in like limited, like ninety, late nineties. Yeah. Like the and even then, there's some stuff where you're like, oh well, of God. course it is. It's it's garbage, complete garbage, propaganda shit in there. You see that stuff you you see now that you didn't back then when you and watched. Seventies. Oh my God, I wa I've watched so many seventies movies and it's just 
full of feminism. Feminism. They were just like hardcore feminism. Most of the stuff I really like was before I was born, but I mean, the culture was in better shape and people, I mean, I guess I, I think one of the, one of the good things about the internet is I can talk to you in Idaho in front of the world right now, but couldn't do that 50, 60 years ago. But attention spans are shorter. I think people are lazier yeah. as a result. Yep. And uh, you just look at any artifact from 100 years ago, there was definitely a higher level of culture. Oh, dedication. I mean, imagine, I mean, you just look at some shit that they're like digging out of the ground, some archaeological find or something, just the, the time and effort to get this little, whether it's like a brassetet or whatever they call it, you know what I mean? Like things like that. Sure. I mean, it's just like this amazing texture to it and that someone had worked on this for hundreds and hundreds of hours craftsmanship now, it's like craftsmanship. Yeah. now, now it's you like can't even say that's a sexist word now, it's got man <laughs> man in it i remember reading Crafts, something somewhere something about 10 years ago they some scientists estimated that humans were their most intelligent about 2000 years ago i don't know how they went about but i, I can believe that because you need I to can believe that too yep mm-hmm. yep i know Breaking out of the bicameral mind, man. Uh, this is a big shame. But uh, now it's like TikTok brain. It's like 30 se- I read something like, <laughs> yeah, basically social media is to blame for like kids can't even sit through a movie. Even if the or movie YouTube, is like high right. paced, you know what I mean? And, and it's like action all the time. They try to grab your attention. It's, yeah. too, it's too long. They can't follow a storyline anymore. It's incredible. I joked about 10 years ago that Twitter was going to be called TLDR, like, Pretty yeah. soon, you know, but when it's 140 characters, now they found a TikTok. It's for people yeah. who are like too restless to watch a two minute YouTube video. It's, it's oh, insane. My gosh. <laughs> it's, it's a bunch. Well, yeah. how are they going to function in life at all with that kind of attention span? Well, they're not going <laughs> to AI, do is gonna take, AI is here to save us, folks. How are they going right? to have any kind of career or family or do anything worthwhile? With UBI. That? That's what I hear. I'm not an employer, but I hear employers like that when they they get the the youngins in the whippersnappers like yep. they they're on their phone. They, they oh, I hear that all the time. They're yeah. just they're crappy yeah. workers. Yeah, they can't yeah. they can't focus on anything. Entitled, <sighs> rah, rah, all, well, all of it. At some point, like if they end up starving, they got they have to like you know power through. <laughs> the comfort is the pro the comfort is the problem, right? Isn't that is the case? We've been so it's so comfortable everything. It need, that needs to just break down that whole system and so we can actually get to some like a root purpose of like what it means to be human again. And we've lost that along the way. I mean, technology has taken over all that. Now AI is going to run shit. It's like, no, the, the, the sooner that shit just cracks, the better, to be honest. Well, if you, you want humanity to survive, definitely. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's pretty hopeless. It's because they've got all the advantages. I mean, even I mean, Photoshop has a, a plug-in now. Firefly, do you know about this? Mm. Oh, is it the one did, that you can fill in anything you want or whatever? I, right? Or, I did a story about the uh, the black hockey player a couple months ago. Who, yep, the, the, uh, the guy died. Throat the, slasher. Throat? Yep, yeah. absolutely. Yep. And so I searched his name again. The guy who died. Uh, Adam, uh, was, was going to jail. Bird. What's happening with Holmesman. that? I remember, he, he was. Arrested. I think they charged him with manslaughter. Yeah, Matt. Petgrave. Matt uh, Petgrave, that's right. Let but me I see started because I'm not sure. You can't really tell. Like over my Santa head, that that picture right there. It's a picture of Bobby Clark from the Philadelphia Flyers, the Broad Street Bullies mm-hmm. of the mid '70s, and he was the cute one. Like all the like, I was like 12 years old back then. All the girls in grade school loved, but like he has no teeth. Like it's him without his mouthpiece. But they just beat the hell out of people, like to win two, two Stanley Cups in a row. But Black hockey players were non-existent back then. And so I searched, uh, you know, and there, w- there was a guy who was like in the 40s or 50s, a black guy he played. And he said it was like being a fly in a pail of milk, like being a black. So I searched on Firefly. I'm like, give me a fly in a pail of milk. And boom, like within 15 seconds, there's a picture of a fly 
in a pail of milk. It's it's pretty much scary what AI can do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And, and can you imagine when it goes to like generative to the point where like you can type in basically keywords and it can give you a, a movie essentially, like a generative movie on the fly. Uh, not to use that word, but you know what I mean. I mean, people will be completely lost in this world. I mean, look at that. What, what is it? One of the most influential things now on like Instagram is like AI babes, they call it. It's like they're companies. They're always just, white, by the way. They're, yeah, <laughs> they're just churning out basically like accounts that are just full of like scantily clamped, you know, women who are all AI generated. But they get like, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers. They generate money from the shit, from the bikini clicks and babes, stuff. Bikini yeah. babes, computer bikini babes. And I mean... Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's horrifying. Argue. I guess, yeah. I, but I don't. I don't know. So, someone who's four and in twenty years are they going to think it's horrifying? Or because if they didn't know that's just the it. previous world where you had to, as they say, touch grass, maybe they'll be okay with it. But in, you know, if the internet goes out for a day, they'll probably all die because they, they're just not prepared for any kind no. of survival. Try to get them to light a fire. <laughs> I, I even remember. Whatever. God, this would have been ninety. Good Lord, this 95 or 96 when, what was it, Mosaic was one of the early browsers? And oh, yeah, I, had, I think I, I had, remember that, actually. Mosaic. I had AOL, and somebody said how addictive it is. to You can just, like, look all over the world. And I, I started, I'm like, wow. And then, like, in 2000, I worked in a job in an office, and most people were just browsing. And more and more, their, their minds are getting sucked into it, and, and they're just they're becoming inoperable yeah. organisms it's it's scary but maybe we should merry christmas let's, let's just change, change the subject because it's it, it really wow we did it together let's stuff. be honest we, well, we did. That's, yeah. that's why you need <laughs> real world things to keep you busy so you don't have yep. time to be glued onto the computer when you have families when you have a house to run when you have a garden right. you don't have time for just no. surfing the internet it's, it's definitely like a fork in the road that sounds like there's a there's, there's a different class that's taking off into the tech territory while some are I think even if it's intentional or like just by as you said Lana kind of by default you just don't have time for it you know what I mean okay, so they won't have the kids they will put on the, the VR people. headset they will go anywhere they oh, well they will not actually but they will think they will they'll go anywhere they want they can experience anything they want and it will be the greatest escape ever known to man and it would basically it's matrix right that's it that's what and that it's is a, and it's a horror movie yeah yeah that's, exactly yeah Yep. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to read about Petgrave here. Released on bail after being charged with manslaughter of ex-Penguins player. Johnson, 29, died after being cut by Petgrave's skate blade. Yeah, well, he threw up his leg. That's why. What's so disgusting, though, is that when he came back afterwards for that first oh, game, he was cheered all the on white the, people like yeah. giving him a standing ovation. Like, in the I, think it, I think it might have been they, they showed his picture on the on the Jumbotron or something. Mm -hmm. and they, As I yeah. was. Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was him that they were applauding. You know, it's just disgusting mm -hmm. after all all of that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, this is in England too, man. They have some weird rules over there. You should have worn yeah. a uh, neck guard, yeah. but whatever. It is. What yeah, the most recent he shouldn't have I'd... kicked his leg up like that. No one does that. Oh, it was totally intentional. You know what I mean? I I mean, scouts honor here. I looked at it and I couldn't really tell. I played uh, hockey for it, it, uh, yeah. 11, 12, 12, maybe 12 years. I forget how long I played, but something like that. And it was like, I've never seen it like that. And if you, it was so blurry. Yeah, yeah, if you go if you go with a skate over the knee level, that's like that's a big no no. And he's like threw it. He took Way another guy it. hung on to him and threw his skate up. You know, what I mean, total murder. That's fucking murder. That's what it was. 
Well, we'll, we'll see how the British courts handle that one. <laughs> the, thing, the thing I just wrote uh, today for Countercurrents was about uh, France being held at knife point. Week after week after week, somebody's stabbing their teacher to death or their raping someone, stabbing them to death. It's, yeah. it's crazy. And my brother got stabbed to death in Paris. So, you know, oh, that's really? Right. Yep, yeah, that's right. I remember that. Did they ever yep. find the, the killer? Nope. Over 30 stab wounds. Uh, yeah, the night, the night he arrived. And I... I was under the impression that I was partially French because my paternal grandmother's surname was Ducharme, her maiden name. But uh, the DN, the 23andMe, it had me as uh, like 95.5% English and Irish. They don't distinguish, which is crazy. For a while, was for a while the rest was French and German, but they switched it to Spanish and Portuguese. I don't know how that works. But uh, the what the French did with my brother's body because this was nineteen sixty nine, I remember that. Yeah, sixty nine, yeah. and uh, they charged us. They were going to just dump his body in an incinerator. <laughs> they charged us fifteen hundred bucks. We had to go to the church to get it because it's like fifteen thousand dollars now, and uh, to to embalm him, everything else, and his casket, his wooden casket, showed up at the airport, and he was decaying. They didn't do anything. He was still in the suit that he was. Oh my gosh. So it's, you kind of develop a grudge against the French. And you're like, nice nice job against Hitler, guys. What did it take, like, <laughs> 10 minutes for him to get to the Champs-Élysées, like, from from Berlin? It's crazy. The French it's, resistance. It's because they were, you, sec they were secretly about? white supremacists. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they wanted, they actually they wanted. Want, yes. they want, colonize me. My body is ready. <laughs> But they felt no. bad. That was the French mistake. <laughs> That's like, and just, that was the English. Like, you know, if I'm primarily from the British Isles, Good Lord, as far as land mass, 100 mm -hmm. years ago, the British Empire controlled more land than any other. It's like true. The Mongols, the, you know, the Roman, anybody. And how quick that went down the they tubes. Start, they Holy were shit. persuaded to feel guilty yeah, about exactly. it. As my, my colleague who was on before me, Jason, how do you pronounce this? Kuna. Kuna. Okay. I, I would have gotten that wrong. But uh, the, I've, I've never spoken with him or interacted with him, but he was on before me. On that uh, that stream where JF banned me forever for saying a woman had a big nose, and he thought I was trying to get him in trouble <laughs> at YouTube. And, are you going to have uh, JF on? For this? Not, not today. No. All right. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to have JF on? We can invite him on. Call him up right now. <laughs> I will. Yeah, get him I'll on. Send, I'll send him a link. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the no let's 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 uh, extrapolate on the nose, shall we? Mm. <laughs> It was uh, yeah. All I was talking because uh, that was warned like not to use filthy. And then we asked him, "What do you think about the Negronomicon?" <laughs> <laughs> he said I was, but I was actually. I mean, if you look, I think it's still somewhere on YouTube where I, I get banned. But I, I was, I was tiptoeing. I was trying to make fun of it. I'm saying, "What can I say?" I, I'm not. I'm trying not to get you in trouble. <laughs> but but there was. I, I had gone to this health food place in North Atlanta, Sheesh. and it was a, an election day. And the woman was saying something about like we got to get all these MAGA types and you know burn them down with with fire and kill them and and I was just saying you know she looked like Andrea Dworkin or Janice Ian. is that enough of a hint? I'm like, <laughs> she had a big nose and then all of a sudden I'm bad. You're like fuck you, Yimgo. It's like all right. <laughs> But, you know, naturally, I'm sad about everything that's happened in his life. <laughs> Since, oh, my my Christmas present. She's a beautiful Next, uh, she's a beautiful lady, by the way. Just Thursday. Like, let me oh, yeah. Ma everybody. Mama J. Mama J. F. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm talking about Andrew. Oh, Andrew Dworkin. Okay. <laughs> oh, my 
god. There it is. Yeah, she yep. looked like Jerry Garcia from The Grateful Dead. Oh my god. On a bad yeah, day. She was, believe beast. it or not, she was. She claims that she was a prostitute in Camden, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, for like know. a two dollar <laughs> prostitute. My Christmas. No, she present. paid you. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, yeah. Mark your calendars. Next Thursday. I'm not sure of the time. Kill stream. Me and E. Michael Jones. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. You're gonna talk about uh, <clears throat> talk about the uh, the natural well, Christians in Africa. <laughs> well, the uh, the the ostensible topic, and if he, I, I don't think he's capable of actually having a decent. Con he just starts barking and screaming and. Does deflecting. he? I thought he was fairly laid back. I haven't. Did, heard did you see him with uh, Jared Taylor? Where Jared? Like, I they didn't just, see that one. Did oh they actually God. do the debate? They did the debate. Oh, did Jared the debate. Taylor comes on being Jared Taylor's like, well, race yeah. is real because if you measure the amount of niacin in the earwax <laughs> of Australian Aborigines, <laughs> I mean, fact after fact after fact, and EMJ just gets on screaming about how Jared Taylor won't mention Jews, and he just he's. But I mean, I'm prepared for some. <laughs> if he wants to start barking, I'm from Philly too. I can bark back. So okay, it reminds me. When was this and where? This is going to be Thursday on the Kill Street. Okay, right, okay, gotta nice. watch that. okay. All right, that, that's good. That, that sounds good. Blasted live from somewhere, wherever in Mexico. Yeah, he gets Ethan so Rappos. much, but he just doesn't yeah. follow through. Then he doesn't understand like what 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 is the solution to all. He's of like this. Dugan that way. Like if someone is, speaks Russian, they go to Russia, they convert to, to Orthodox religion, or are they Russian even if they're from Sub-Saharan Africa. He's like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, well, that's not how that works. Well, he, didn't he try to bring up, uh, what was the latest one we talked about? He brought up Newell Ignatev's book, How the Irish Became White, as an as a example, right? Yeah, of the, why the Irish died died of actually a, white. Yeah, right? intestinal infarction. He literally died of his own shit. Newell, uh, being congested, uh, yeah, Newell, with his yeah. own shit. Yeah. Yes. Philadelphia is mentioned in his book, How the Irish Became White, uh, and uh, the neighborhood Kensington. And there were, I mean, ethnic riots in, in Kensington in the 1840s between Irish immigrants and the, you know, the indigenous by that time English who lived in Kensington. And it was about the, about like which Bible to teach in school. Or yeah, it was all so, religion. I mean, it wasn't about like so for, they, they didn't religion. view the yeah. Irish people as black people. I mean, this is absurd. I mean, Peter, Jordan Peterson runs with this argument too. Remember, I did a video about yeah, this. Yeah, it's yeah. nutty. Yeah. Thing about Kensington, though, I, I mean, I've done a video about it. You can look up Kensington on you. All you have to do is put in Kensington. It was it's named after an English you know, London neighborhood, but Kensington, it's like the fentanyl and yep, even worse, shrank. Trank, which is some what animal trank. What is that street called there? Uh, uh, Kensington Avenue. Is Kensington. that what it is? Okay, yeah, there yeah, you go. Right, yeah, under the, okay. right under the, the elevator bridge. subway. Yep, and, exactly. uh, yep. But the thing is, Kensington back in the 60s, in 1969, it was like 98% white. And that avenue, Kensington Avenue, was like the Berlin Wall. You had these hard-knuckled, hard-ass Irish and English white guys with the Philadelphia accents that you can't sound intelligent with it. But then, then that line it went into the Philadelphia Badlands, north of it, which is the was always the worst neighborhood. Like when I was coming up in Philly, the Puerto Rican neighborhoods, and in New York, in New York in the seventies and eighties, the Puerto Rican were worse than the black neighborhoods. Uh, the That's South what Bronx, I've heard. Yeah. yeah, and then just massive North Philly, which is just an ocean of of blackness. But the Kensington, like you could just not step in like south of uh, Kensington Avenue at night. They they'd clean your clock. But Kensington got diversity, and everyone's dying of fentanyl on YouTube now. So there, there you have but it. Is that one channel? I forget what it's called, but they just drive. Oh, there's hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of them. It's, it's, yeah. it's a whole cottage industry, and oh they'll, they'll, it's like they'll give them money. Yeah. They'll I give know. them money for drugs just so they like will star on camera nodding <laughs> out. And, 
you yeah, know, because the they get flesh rotting. Now it's a self-reinforcing uh, industry. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. That's yeah, crazy. Con content. Yeah, it's it's pretty sick. Oh my gosh. All right. So what do you think uh what do you think 2024 uh, is going to be like here because there's uh, it's definitely going to get rocky to be honest. I mean, I, I'm not sure how much you know, you care about the mainstream political stuff, but even even that alone It's just uh, it's yeah. I mean, as someone who got I was who was who the hell was president when I was born? I think it was Kennedy. Kennedy had just no, wait. Uh, yeah, Kennedy had just been elected. And I've seen, you know, camp and it just every cycle it gets less and less dignified. But they just should just go to Ringling Brothers and get two clowns and put them up because it's just crazy. Um, Trump, I, you know, I, he says some good things. And I did hear part of the Trump did mention white people twice because I kept my ears open. He said that Al Sharpton hates white people. He said that when he was on Twitter. And then somebody was saying, well, you know, they're they're someone in an interview said that they're, the cops are killing all these black people. And he said they're killing white people, too. They're killing more white people. So those were the two times he mentioned it. But I think the system is so corrupt at this point. I, I you know, I, I don't want to be Mr. Dr. Doom here, but I think it's it's beyond, it's too big to work. But, you know, oh, if yeah. people if people want hope and they think Trump's going to turn it around, bless you. Uh, I'll be sitting this one out like I sat the last one out. I, I say it every time. I've only voted for two things in my life, which passed. One was Trump in 2016. Shit got worse. Censorship got worse. Uh, you know everything, and uh, deplatforming, which really didn't exist very much, got worse under him. And now that just the inanity of of Biden, I, I just think it's an organic death of a country. That's just it's up. It's demographics. It's you know the the dollar is pretty much worthless. There, love to be wrong about. Most everything I say, but I think we're just whoever's elected. You know, something. Uh, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, well, some things need to die. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Like, or uh, that which is falling should be pushed. Push. Yeah. 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 What need, right. I, I don't think yeah. it's a bad thing. No, no. Um, it, things need to change. And we need, I, I'm frankly surprised at the playing with bread and circuses. <laughs> you know, usually that's like what keeps the, you know, at least they can keep it together with that. But this on this one, they're just like, nah, let's just let's throw everything out, you know, yeah. into the wind or whatever the expression the bread is. Wasn't Bread wasn't hundred dollars a loaf back then, though. That's the that's thing, right, right, exactly, right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> at this rate, it's it's about to get there. Well, as people yeah. said, you know, what happened after Weimar? You know, <laughs> or the fall of the Confederacy, like down here in the South, they said you you would need a, a wheelbarrow full of Confederate dollars just to yeah. get a loaf of bread. I know. Uh, I think it's headed that way. Yeah. People get uh, they get mad, you know what I mean, and they want. Uh, they want, uh, they want some answers. Answers me. Answer me, damn it. That's one of those. finally I've... ready to get up their asses and do something about it. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, I've said this, you know, because we're content creators or whatever you want to call us. I, you know, propaganda is one thing, but I think people are going to actually need to be desperate and hungry before anything really changes. Uh, Unfortunately, that's the case. We got to learn the hard way. You can't tell people just like, it's like a toddler or like a, you know, right. a, you know, you, you, no, don't do this. And then they do that and then they experience it and then they learn the hard way. That's just what it's been. Um, to sad be that it's that way, but yeah, yeah. that's just what it is. We have, we, we're going to learn the hard way yet again. And that's the cycle of it. It's kind of us how we roll with those punches and and realize that it's ne there's never going to be a one thing that solves that or gets that gets us out of that situation. It, it's as natural as the seasons, right? I mean, you have winter and spring and summer and then into autumn again. And here we go, round and round again. Um, that's how we, we we move forward. We, we learn that way. We're not going to escape that cycle. You know what I mean? And we're in that right now. It's yeah, we're like going to have to walk through the fire. 
That's what's it's happening. Not be, it's not going to be a tweet. It's not going to be a blog post. It's not going to be <laughs> no. a politician. It's much more complicated and deep than that. Yep. That's right. All right. Good to talk to you, Jim. Thank you so much for yes. uh, stopping by. Jimgo.net. That's Christmas. the website. Answer me. Right. Merry Christmas to, uh, Christmas. to you Send and yours, you. Jim. Always right. good to see Happy you. We'll move. have you back. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. Let us, let us know how it goes. Let us know if it's any better. Yes, I bet. Because I, bet. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I remember guys. talking to you a few years ago. It was like, no, 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 we're not leaving. That's it. This is great. Yeah, get out! Get out! <laughs> and are like, all yeah. right, we're we're going. <laughs> well, you can always come up to Northern Idaho when it gets to uh, Hispanic. You can come visit anyway. Come visit. <laughs> there you go. I've been, I've been, I did a little travel log. I think I told you that you can find it on uh, on Amazon. Potatoes on the moon. I spent a week. Potatoes on the moon. There we go. Up in Coeur d'Alene. I uh, visited Michael A. Hoffman II. We had lunch in ah, downtown. There you go. Okay. okay. There you yeah. go. Yeah. We tried to get. Yeah. Well, I mean, we talked to him, but not. You know, in... he, he turned anti-racist or something, right? What? Yeah, that's I'm what not, I heard. I'm not he's sure, kind of a but, recluse. Um, yeah. 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 He needs to get out a little bit more. But he's a good guy. I, I like his writing. So you know. he does some great work. <laughs> he did the. Uh, they were white and they were slaves. Yep. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yep. Judaism, strange gods. Yeah. Yep. Uh, even the Twilight language, I like some of the occult stuff, but I, I like that one. You know. Yeah. All okay, right. guys. Cool stuff. Thank you, man. Take care. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. Same to you. See you Bye. later. Thanks. All right. There we go. I think that's it. Yeah, we lost. Lost uh, hypocrite. Sorry about yeah, that, man. I, so it, everyone kind of jumped on at the at the yeah, same time. So I felt bad about that. supposed to come up first before. I know. Yeah. Jason. So I, I just sent him a message. He said, "Yeah, no big deal. Uh, I had to. Go, I had to go. Thanks for the invite. Merry Christmas." So I said, "Shit, man. Feels bad." Uh, Let me get we'll, caught up here. We'll get him next awesome. time. Yeah. Some sorry chats. for the super chance as well. We uh, dog whistler. Today, well, actually, it was oh, yesterday. The night is longest and seems dark. We'll begin our drift toward longer days and warmer times. Resist the dark. Go for the light. We will be restored. It's nature. This is what we remember on the solstice. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank that you was very nice. much. Nice poem there. <clears throat> Thank you. And Red Wolf One, can anyone recommend an exhaustive book or video about the history and practices of Yule? Thank you, Red Eyes. I can't think of one. A yeah, uh, immediately. A book we had. There's a couple of different like. A compilation sounds wrong, but there is just I, I guess that's generally about like the overarching celebrations of you know whether whether it's the Norse or you know the Viking or whatever that I know of. But just specifically on that, I, I'm not sure there is such a. I don't think there book. is one. Maybe there, there is, needs to be written. I think there, there you go. <laughs> needs to be get, get updated and written. <laughs> <laughs> Irish nationalist media, mainstream politics in Ireland are feeling. Pressure, virtue signaling, again, mass immigration the past few weeks since the recent protest ride. The protests and online activity of the emerging Irish right-wing nationalist movement since 2016 has the Irish liberal elite running scared. No surrender. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is right. Yeah. No great stuff been happening in Ireland this year. Let's be honest. Oh, it's it's great. I mean, it's bad, but it's good that it's, it's, good at the uh, it's a It's good that there's a reaction. It. Exactly. I mean, it's better. It's that, the that's the thing, right? We're still stuck in that. It's better that it just pops off than it just like, you know, continues at no level, you know, same as it always has been, but just like kind of lukewarm in that direction. You know what I mean? we got to have, uh, got to be some reactions here. Right. You know? Our yep. favorite Chinaman, Glenn the Chinaman says, always remind normies that Jews are brown and not white yep. and never have been. It crashes their NPC brains. Yep, I know. <laughs> well, they say it themselves. You know, they're not white. Well, there's some now, the conservatives, right? Where we? Where with the whites? Where are the with the white people now? We're in the same boat now. All of a sudden, let's let's run to them. Whenever yeah. it's convenient. Let's push white identitarianism. <laughs> they never will. I'm just joking, but still, it's like it's almost at that level of desperation now. You know what I mean? Lord maybe Aragon. maybe white maybe white <laughs> will be great for us. Yeah, yeah, but the, white identitarians if you have the don't Wilders, care maybe. about Zionism. No, I, I know, 
Lord Aragon, Henrik, did you get my Yule card, man? Yes, yes we did. Yes, we're we looking did. at it yesterday. Yeah, yes, thank, thank you, you so much. much. Absolutely. I, I, see, again, I, I sometimes I, I, I lose it. But yes, we did. Thank you so much, Lord Aragon. Very nice of you. We really appreciate it. Thank like you so it. much. Uh, Codfish Killer, thank you very much. He's uh, giving a thumbs up. Got thank a pig you. In there. Nice. And uh, Zenich and Vamp. I want to let you guys know that No White Guilt was once... Um, okay. I can't read the rest of this. Hold on. What is that? Is, cut there, off. is there an Odyssey? Um, just cut off here, guys. <laughs> I can read it. I want you to know, guys, No White Guilt was once blamed. Uh, us naming the Jews on Zyosens... Uh, um, Z- oh, um, what's his name again? Desantis, right? Okay. Zyosantis, I guess. Uh, sign the anti-free speech SB269 bill. Yeah, is that the, um, the what do they call them, the leafletting bill for short, right? Uh, he says it's our fault for noticing the Jews and calling them out that those Jews passed the anti-free speech bill. Okay, I wouldn't know anything about that, but, you know, some internal squad. Shots fired! Yeah, there's always going to be that. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be that. But, uh, okay, well, you, you have to, ta- you have to take that up with him. But, yeah, okay, thanks for letting us know. Appreciate it. Uh, Uh, and vamp appreciate it thanks Uh, great stream guys you brighten this trucker's day getting poured on in my peterbilt at a rest stop outside of chicago by jason next guest (laughs) (laughs) we have a lot of truckers listening which of course you've got all that time you're on the road something i guess their phone they can see the video version or do do the audio maybe yeah okay Yeah. yeah cool homeland says i'm a single dad of two teens my son is very racially aware whereas my daughter is highly blue pilled and uses yeah. woke terms and not exactly pro-white what tools are available to persuade her to change perspective lana's videos my videos <laughs> um truth sitting well, down and actually trying to have a, a, a conversation about things it's very hard. i'm, I'm not sure out. where they're getting this from i'm not sure if there's like a you got to kind of just like get in there somehow before it goes in that direction because once it does they have to kind of just like that has to like run that programming has to run its course and then they can come back around they they can't come back around i mean i grew up in a different situation sorry guys cold my dad gave me a david duke book when i was 15 years old so (laughs) you know that's why you know it's it's important to have fathers that plant seeds in their daughters lives of these things because it it sticks they might not they might not understand it at the time but one day like it blooms and and it clicks you know i say never give up never give up on your children you try everything you can get in whatever doorway you can what is their interests what is their personality like? You know, just love on them and just keep trying to convince them. Never give up on sometimes, family. Never walk away. Sometimes you also have to just give them space, space. to figure. Yeah, it out. you you can't you if they're not receptive, you can't just keep pushing them and shoving them. No, but that's why I say you just, and, I'm not just saying continue you're doing to that. continue Super to love to love on yeah. them. Um, and plant those seeds. You know what I mean? It's it, it's hard. There's no one way to do it. There's no curriculum. You, you know your daughter best. So you know what potentially would work, I would assume. And you just have to drop those things. Uh, but yeah, show, show, if she's receptive, show her some of those uh, videos that you've done, Lana, in the archives yeah. and stuff that we have too. Some real um, basic 101 Yeah, stuff. 101, why they're pushing race mixing on white women and on, on like all the white guilt stuff and how they're, you know. White guilt angles th- th- there's, But there's so much of that out there now though, right, too, uh, which is good. Uh, that lingo but yeah it, it's hard there's no one one quick fix you know i mean i wish i wish there were but there's you, no. <laughs> you know your child like nobody else yeah so you have to find that in yeah but don't yeah. be don't be sometimes it could be worse to be too forceful that's all i'm saying but yeah. at the same time if it's like an emergency they're like no i'm gonna go marry the <laughs> it's whatever you know what i mean 
uh, you have to kind of put your foot down. If they and, listen if it, to that. and if it's your genes, like they're going to come back. You know, yeah. I, I feel that, you know, they might wander a little bit, but they can come back. Dare to risk the Yule season as a time for positivity and beauty. This year, many more are waking up to that than 10 years ago. It's an inspiration yes. for the further struggle. Oh, yep. yeah. Huge. Yep. Huge difference from a decade ago. Indeed. That's why we keep doing what we I know, that's why it's positive. I want to be an old lady doing this, okay? Thank you, Dear Shurisku. appreciate that. <laughs> uh, things are, things are as they're degrading, they're improving. I know that's a contradiction, but like the, it's all of these things, like the... We said it before, but even the, even the and it pains me to say it, but, but even the territories that we know as as Europe and European, Europe's colonies, not include America, you know, Australia, New Zealand in that, uh, South Africa, other, you know, even Zimbabwe, Rhodesia, you know what I mean? Um, even, even those might be things we lose, you know what I mean, temporarily or, mm. or, or at some time. And we can't be too, too obsessed about that, I think, at the, at the, at the, at the intermediate, in the, in, the, in the meantime. At the end of the day, what's important is that we preserve who we are, you know what I mean? It, it, it's that's just what we got we're gonna have to focus on and we're not gonna win over everybody that's land just the has thing. been lost and reconquered and it can be again yeah i know i know anyway andromeda one says wishing both of you and your family a very happy yule thank, thank you, you very much optics prime happy yule and white tidings thank, thank you, you very much andromeda one i joined the stream very late so i'm not sure of the content can you please recommend the names of videos you've done in the past regarding Yule, the history of Christmas, etc. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, we just tweeted one, a classic from yeah, the main one 2015, which I need to redo and update. Yeah, I know. this was almost 10 years oh, ago now. logged out there. But anyway, Amazing. there it is. Yeah, the story behind the Yule celebration. It's a classic. I mean, again, it's, it's coming up on 10 years now. And I think, I mean, we've learned a lot since then. And some of it is kind of like, you know, it it, it, it kind of fits, but it might be like, not being like exactly like that or whatever. We'll do but, a re. Uh, but yeah, so there's some things we've learned and, and, and things like that. Um, but that's a good one, obviously. And it's up on redass.tv as well. It's up on, uh, if you go to our Odyssey page, it's kind of on the front, you know, almost on the front page now. This one would, if this show is uploaded, would be, that would be top, but it's like second to that or something like that. Uh, it's up on our Telegram as well. So check that one out. And uh, there's many others. I might play some, uh, I might play a couple at the end here too, by the way, before we ring out. Anyway. Codfish Killer, thank you very much. I was speaking to the last comment about the daughter. Bring up how silly it is to identify as a cat and then <laughs> shut up. Working <laughs> working for me. Little red pills at a time. Mm -hmm. Right. A little bit at a time. Not too much. That's the thing. If if they're if they're willing to listen, you gotta kind of you gotta let them lead you. Let them show what they're interested in pertaining to any of this. And it could be a different it might not be, you know, pro white issues immediately out the gates. <coughs> But it could be something else. Begin there, you know what I mean? And eventually you know you have, oh, they listen to you. They find out, oh, shit, that's true. Oh, that's right. Okay, all right. And that's then right. Be the one cool, thing, calm, rational Yeah, one thing one. clicks with them, and then might, they might be more willing to listen to you about other things as well. Chances you know? are high that in this day and age, she's going to encounter something that's going to rub her wrong. That's just uh, like so vehemently anti-white that she will be triggered by something that her dad reminded yeah, her or Actually, said. maybe that's the thing. Ta if you can, if you're in a position, take her to like super like anti-white like movies or so you know what i mean like <laughs> shit like that and something then, and that's gonna get under her skin exactly like, and see if like so in oh, your shit. face you know what i mean yeah maybe that's the way you don't know so <laughs> that's what they wake up from you know? drum base world says i honestly think there's a kind of natural father instinct discipline mother instills love generalization the masculine and feminine elements both are important yes. for a kid oh absolutely 100 percent. both yeah. are needed that's why they're so adamant about destroying our families separating uh, the father from the family and things like that. Uh, 
and it, and kids are never too young to instill a lot of these messages, especially in this day and age. Yep. You know, That's I right. feel like kids are are ready to hear some things. I mean, shoot, the things that they're pushing at three year olds, you know, things that they're pushing in preschool now. You better get to your kids first before they hear it anywhere else. Yeah, chance. so they're like prepared. They have some kind of some armor, right, for it yes. before it's like just slips in there, or they think that that's normal. Like, or whatever. oh yeah, mom and dad mentioned this, and I'm just not going to hear this, and yeah. I'm going to laugh about it, and they warn me about this. Make fun of it more. I think it's the more important oh, thing. Yeah. Just make fun of Mock it. it. That's more important. Mock uh, it. Yep. <laughs> make fun of it. Yep. North folk, thank you very much. Good Yule, you. and let's see. Sorry. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas everyone. everyone. Yep. Yes. That wasn't hard to figure out. <laughs> Michael, 57DE, thank you very much. Hail Henrik and Lana, hail our gods and hail our Vogue. Good Yule to you and yours. Good Yule to the chat. Merry Christmas to all the Christians in the chat. Indeed. Thank you, Michael. That's very inclusive of you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thanks for the 1488 as well. I know there was two. There was a couple on. Let me take these. I think I had to reload. I do. Yeah, there's a couple of Bind runes. I, okay, go, go ahead. Thank go ahead. you very yep. much. Yeah, yes. I missed that we one. We missed that one. So sorry, guys, for not catching up that sooner. But it's hard when you have like, you know, 10, 15 minute segments with some of the guests. Addicted yeah. to drums says, Merry Christmas. Stay strong. Thank you very much. Addicted to drums. Is that Rorik? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our son is quite the drummer, guys. He's great. He's, he's like, he's playing drums with tool songs and yeah. he's just catching on. He's like, he's a natural. He's natural. He has a, a pair of V-drums that we got him last year. Say, so he's say, say, han har rytmen i blodet, precis som afrikanerna. <clears throat> All right, let's go ahead. <laughs> uh, this one earlier, and I think I had to reload Entropy, so I hope I didn't miss any. We had the one from uh, Billy Biz earlier, but I think these two came I in. I got so that one. You got yeah. Save Western Civ says, really appreciate all you do. Merry Christmas. Happy Yule. Thank you, Save Western Civ. Very kind of you. Appreciate it. Sorry for getting uh, to your super chat a bit late. Uh, an earlier one from Dog Whistler was just simply Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all. Thank you, Dog Whistler. Appreciate that. And there's a couple of new ones there, too. Do you see that? KMX McDonald on Entropy says, Lena Henrik, did you see the Tucker Carlson and Charlie Kirk on Tim Bullshill? Yes. 90% or more of what they said aligned with you two. The only difference is Tucker said, I would rather not have to identify as a white guy. They forced me to, though. Yeah, but he doesn't did he want say to. They I, I, me didn't, to? I didn't hear him. Let me let, let, to I, say I imported that. it. Let, let's and, listen but, to but it. But I just want to remind okay, you okay, he grew yeah. up as a trust fund brat, living, you know, billionaire CIA lifestyle, father, secluded, in CIA vo- the head father. of Voice of America. So it's really easy for you to be like, oh, I don't know. Well, what, when my, you're hanging, my, gallivanting with like. My disagreement a, with this is, is he's saying there's some, basically, a secret conspiracy to make us be pro white. L- l- listen to it. Here, here's the clip. Please. I also think a lot of people, yeah, especially white Christians, they're resisting identity politics. They don't want to go to that next step, but that's where it's heading. I mean, well, it, it's it, going there quickly. It, I mean, white identitarianism is, right. is going to happen, and they want it to happen. They're, well, they're creating it, and I, I speak for myself as someone who's 54 and grew up in a totally different country. I don't want to identify as white. I don't even like thinking about that stuff. I like thinking What's about how problem? people really are. I don't like thinking of them as members of groups. Yep. And they're pushing it. They're like, Different everyone world, has an identity. Everyone's a member of an identity group except the majority. <laughs> who are despised and we're trying to make them into the minority, but you're not allowed to organize as a specific as your identity. And it's like, they're they're not only encouraging it, they're guaranteeing its mm-hmm. emergence. And they're not encouraging it. The, the reason they're why they're, they're all, as Asha Logo said, I retweeted that, right? He just said like, let me see, I'm gonna, let me find it here, his exact words, which is He was uh, supposed to come on, correct. by the way, so. He says, one of the most disorienting lies posted by the kosher conservative element, I think he's referring to this clip as well, right? So pushed to the forefront of these rightist circles, these conservatives, right? Is that the status quo wants every race at each other's throats, 
Many of these are still see, uh, seem unwilling to recognize that no, they want every race at your throat, meaning white people's throat, right? They're, if they were encouraging us to turn to white identity, they wouldn't try to make us minorities in our own countries. No. They wouldn't attack our children. They wouldn't make us... Again, as I said before, I, I recognize there's things like, well, put pressure on them that will strengthen them as a group. Yeah, but the, the point is they're like full, they're at war with us to try to destroy us <laughs> And they shut down any I mean? people that are white identitarians from <laughs> yeah, having it, a voice. They're banning us, bank accounts closed. If you wanted it to on, you then know, you would yeah. promote, you know, people like Red Eyes. Instead, we're banned from like literally everything. You know, like I said, we're just banned from Gemini two days ago, me personally. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah. they wouldn't do that. They would be propelling us and promoting us and like letting us be on YouTube and all that. Mm -hmm. No, they don't want, that's not what they want. They yeah. want to replace us. They want us gone. Yeah, they want us. Uh, That's what they want. They want us dead, and they want us kids converted to their. Uh, and they know, want all these other religion. races to hate us as part of that agenda. Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, it's like, yeah, I never thought about race yeah. either, Tucker Carlson, because I grew up in you know Lily White Bend, Oregon. But you know when I had to start thinking about it is when everyone was calling my race the problem for you know all the well, the, the problem problem yeah, sorry, for everything yeah, in yeah. the world that we're the only ones that are racist. We're the horrible ones. If we we were out of the picture. Everything would just be amazing. Okay, then you, claim, at some point you have to defend yourself. They claim that they kind of are against what the establishment are doing, right? Well, and the establishment are, are number one trying to guilt you into a position where you then feel like it's immoral to defend yourself or to identify as white, right? The problem with these people is they don't they, they equate white identity with like mass murder or something you know what i mean like they, they, they like think we just that, went a holocaust yeah that, mean, that means cattle cars and blah 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 and then we're back at that again oh oh okay and we've said this so many times before right but that's why it's so important to like look at history and seeing well who you know who who were righteous and who were not who, and what were who, they really saying yeah and and just accuracy truth in history of like realizing like okay well it's actually the, for the most part, and there's always examples here, like, well, here's something bad that happened or whatever, but everyone did something bad. But like, for the most part, white people, whether they were, you know, colonizers or whether they went to war over issues or whatever, we were some of the most, the fairest and the most honest and moral people that you can ever yeah. find on the face of the earth. And, and, and now we're in a position where that morality is being used against us right it's our achilles heel it's basically how they weaken us it's to, to target us by our morality i know there's some people who just like i don't care anymore i just don't give a shit it's about like it's it's either us or them and and while that's true for many gotta keep it classy, someone like too. you know tucker carlson and many other people as well you won't you won't you won't reach them on like a we just we just need to be harder and 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 more mean kind of thing but we need to reach them on like this is a moral question mm -hmm. it's like no it's us being unjustly treated we need you know we need to have rights too it what sounds kind of cocky but you know what, what i mean like the future we need of our children subjecting yeah. our children to all this anti-white brainwashing and programming yeah. and sitting in not everyone can send their kids to private schools like tucker carlson you know that are right. like secluded from some of this stuff you know yeah yeah that's true <laughs> What about what our kids have to endure and the kind of future they're going to have as a as well, a hated you minority? To, you have to realize at some point, and and these people will probably they're so close, right? They're they're right there. They will probably realize this, but but just later when it's even more it hurtful, when it's even It'll when it's later. even more damage done, and they're just like, okay, fine, I give up. We ha clearly to survive, it yeah. might not happen with They'll these come people. Around, I'm saying like. 
okay, we have to like basically just organize as white people now. And and okay, there, well, there you go. Then you're a white entertainer. Now you're a white nationalist, and the establishment will call you a white supremacist or whatever. But and then there will always be those two, like you know, in Brazil. I've been to Brazil. You always have, or, or South Africa. You have these kind of like whites who live in denial who have lots of money and they continue to live in their white gated community while everything else is you know turd world outside the gates and they're still just like blinders on there's yeah. going to be that as well yeah and tucker will probably be that to the end right until well, he's until rich as you said so he's, he's comfortable he'll be able to run from this for years years maybe even decades until his wealth maybe is confiscated by you know anti-white communists or yeah. something then maybe he'll change his well, maybe you know but yeah <laughs> All right. Dog Whistler says, talking about Yule season beauty, can you play a St. Lucia clip with the beautiful choir? I believe oh. you played the clip years ago. Beautiful young white girl wearing the wreath with voices like angels. Mm. I remember that one. Let me see if I can find, okay. find one. Unknown Californian one. says, Merry Christmas to Lana Henrik and family. Many blessings to you all. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's very nice. And Black Phillip, Happy Hanukkah. That's <laughs> right. Christmas. Of course. And good Yule Henrik. Well, I forgot. Holy shit. I've been busy with work this entire year and as of late can't catch the streams regularly until now. Hopefully 2024 brings you great things. Keep on going strong. I've been following you for years and you rarely, if never, miss. P.S. Lana, I'm so sorry about your cat. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's right. It's both of our cats. Ooh, you know, man, it was hard. Jimmy Fallis, Merry Christmas, uh, everyone. Merry thank Christmas. You. Thank Appreciate you. That. Uh, yeah, let me see if I can find that. I want. There's a couple of clips I might play. See, I thought this one was good. I'm not sure this is the one that you are thinking of. The one from 2021 was pretty nice. Telberg in Sweden. Uh, I can play a little bit from that. Is Drum and it? Bass World plus five. Thank you yep. very much. And BMC 1488, Hail Red Ice, Good Yule. Thank you. Appreciate that so much. Calamar Castle. I wonder if that's good. I haven't seen that one. We could take a gamble and play like something a little Is bit gonna newer. Is there going to be a Somali in that one? Well, you know, there's always going to be some <laughs> diversity. Yeah, maybe not the best looking. Usually they picked, you know. The, the cutest. The pretty ones. Yeah, you know they're I mean? supposed to. And now it feels as always as like, well, we have to include, you know, kind of thing. I'm um, kind of looking for this. I like the one from Telberdo. I might, I might just play that. Anyway, we'll see if that's good. Okay. All right. Anyway, so that's that. Are we caught up everywhere? Yes, we are. We did the Rumble ones as well. I did. The Addicted to Drums, of course. Yes. Well, thank you, guys. Appreciate that. We're, uh, well, we'll do, uh, we'll probably do, so schedule, we've changed the schedule just a little bit. So, you know, we, t we intend to do a Western Warrior last last weekend and you just didn't pan out because every, everybody was sick. The whole That's house basically. got sick, yes. Exactly. So we'll uh, we'll do that uh, probably in between New Year's and uh, Yulia, I think, at some point. If we can get to it and uh, we'll see. Should we do a oh, yeah, we Friday? We could do a Friday stream, right, as mm -hmm. usual. Mm -hmm. Should be able to do that. So we'll be back Friday, guys, which is uh, which is nice. We'll, we'll be back with you. But uh, again, thank you for all your uh, support this year. We appreciate you guys. Again, we'll be probably be back before the new year, I think, unless something unexpected happens. But that's uh, that's the as a game plan anyway. Uh, and of course, if you do like what we do, if you want to support us, please consider signing up for a membership, redassmembers.com. You can use the donor box widget that we have on redassmembers.com to sign up with your debit or credit card right now. Uh, we actually have a couple of uh, options in the uh, in the in the wings there uh, working, uh, I think. I think it's going to work anyway. We just have to um, I have to update some stuff essentially. And so that's been uh, on the back burner as well since we've been sick. But anyway, uh, in the meantime, otherwise, if you have some issues on Red House members, you can always sign up on Odyssey or Subscribestar. I'd like to plug our locals a little bit, too, because if we get more people on locals, we can actually extend and do live streams and stuff like that there. There's a little bit of a kind of a limit on uh, how much you can upload and what you can do with live, live streams. But apparently, if, I forget what the tier was, tw 20 or 
30 or something like that uh, people. You get like a ne the next tier or something like that, which would be great. So if you are considering about getting a membership on any of the other platforms, you can might as well get it on Locals because you get the same stuff there. Uh, so do consider that, redstv.locals.com. Uh, that's the best way. And of course, we have to say thanks to our executive producers as well. So thank you to T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeebs, President Obunga, Mongoose, who's my voice here, William, William Fox, Angry White Sockerman, of course, The Second Wanderer, Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends, Francis Parker Yockey, Dilbob. We also have Last Place Simp, Joseph Hart, Purple Haze, Colin Marriott, Comi Combo Deal. Also have the Dearborn Toxic Event, or Dearborn Toxic Event, Brendan Anthony, and 55 Club Books. <coughs> Our producers are Mr. Walker696, Yuhan Son, Leroy Dumond, Snark Pup, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemry, Yuri New, Obadai Hexwell, Perfect Brute, Single Action Army, HP Lovecraft, Dixie, Drone Force, and 55clubbooks.com. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. If you want to get one of those, you can uh, get it at Odyssey or Subscribestar or RadisMembers.com. We appreciate you guys. If you want to get some resources our way, uh, please help us out. We do appreciate it. We don't have any sponsors in the uh, middle of the show. We don't uh, interrupt with like, you know, gold ads or VPNs <laughs> or annoying shit like that. We spare you from that, but we do rely on you for your support instead. Yes. We don't have any ads or any, you know, big you. Uh, angel investors stepping in yet. Some point, you know, yes. we'll get, uh, we'll guess we can get a boost. Can we get a boost in here? Yeah, can we get a boost? Uh, we can hire some people. Hire uh, a bunch of people out. and get some, uh, get some goddamn damage done. But anyway, thank you guys. We, we appreciate uh, all of you out there for for your support. Whether you're super chatting uh, or whether you're a member, we really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll at some point here. I'll run uh, at least my one of the ones I liked from Lucia, uh, one of the clips from there. Uh, and we might run, I might run your like Rudolph clip as well. Remember that yeah, one? Yeah. The Rudolph one is like f six minutes long, which is kind of funny about uh, how the, uh, the, uh, the the Jewish origins of uh, Rudolph the, <laughs> the red big nose red nose. Reindeer, oh my gosh. Which has also kind of become <laughs> a classic, funny. to be honest. Yes. Right? Uh, anyway, I think, is that, uh, is that it? That's it. All right. We got to wrap yeah. up. We have, uh, we got to get back to the kids here. <laughs> I got to hey, go to sleep, man. I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think there's a couple more here. Drum. Uh, Drum and Bass World just plus five. Thank you. And we have. I uh, got that. Yeah. Did you get that one? What about the BMC fourteen eighty eight? You got that. Okay. Thank you. I just want to make sure we caught <laughs> up here. All right, guys. We're gonna run the outro. We're out of here. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Love you guys. Thank you for all your support. Good you Don't drink too much. Keep on trucking. I drink yes. a little bit. That's what uh, you know. That's what we do. School. You. As long as it's fine. Yes. The fine wine. The fine whiskey. The fine. Wine. See you later. Take care, guys. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was a story I never liked. Even as a child, I found Rudolph highly annoying. I am not just a man, just because my nose closed. Why don't I fit in? Well, Huffbo SJWs also hate the story, but for very different reasons than I do. They think it promotes racism and homophobia. Yes, because it's such an issue among reindeer. Check out this video HuffPo released. Hey, look at the beat. Hey, bias now. Hey, Paul Stop calling me names. 
trying on. I don't wanna. Daddy, I don't like it. You'll like it and wear it. Oh, but Daddy, it's not very comfortable. There are more important things than comfort. Self-respect. Daughter, you should be ashamed of yourself. Join in any reindeer games, right? No, this is man's work. Now, there's one thing I want to make very plain. No dove mine is going to be seen with a, a red-nosed reindeer. You'll never fit in. Now you come to elf practice and learn how to wiggle your ears and chuckle warmly and go hee-hee and ho-ho and important stuff like that. A dentist. Good grief. They have it all wrong. Liberals actually think Rudolph defends bullying and sexism. In reality, they miss the point of the cartoon altogether. It is entirely a pro-SJW story that glorifies the ugly duckling misfit who becomes the hero of the story. He turns out to be the best one of them all, better than those other mean, beautiful, majestic reindeer. Let's back up and look at who created the story of Rudolph. His name was Robert L. May, who came from a privileged Jewish family in New York. He claimed that he got picked on as a child, so Rudolph is basically him as a kid. So is the big red blinking nose a symbol of his Jewish heritage, since Jews are often depicted with large noses? I think so. Johnny Marks, also Jewish, wrote the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Rudolph truly is a Jewish story. It is commonplace for Jewish writers to write stories about the outsider dreaming of being on the inside. For them, the outsider is symbolic of Jews and the in-crowd represents Gentile society. And as the story goes, once they get in, they prove that they are better than all the rest and everyone was wrong about them. The story of Rudolph is no different. He and his misfit elf friend, who wants to be a dentist, leave the town because they don't feel welcome, only to come back years later and save the town. The outsiders are the heroes that save the day and they also help unwanted misfit toys find a home. And while SJWs think Rudolph's father, Donner, is a jerk for telling his son to fit in... Try it on. I don't wanna. Daddy, I don't like it. You'll like it and wear it. Oh, but Daddy, it's not very comfortable. There are more important things than comfort. Or that he's sexist for telling a female what is man's work. Mrs. Donner wanted to go along, naturally. But Donner said, no, this is man's work. The important thing that liberals fully miss is that in the end he is proven wrong. It is an SJW storyline. Also, the father of Rudolph's love interest, Clarice, doesn't want his daughter spending time with Rudolph, the outcast, the Jewish character. Clarice? Papa! You get back to your cave this instant. But I... I... This instant, young lady! Yes, sir. Now there's one thing I want to make very plain. No doe of mine is going to be seen with a, a red-nosed reindeer. But her discriminating dad, too, is proven wrong in the end. Oh, 
I'm sorry too, Rudolph, for the way I acted. And let's not forget about Santa, who also doesn't like Rudolph's nose at first. Great bouncing iceberg. Now, I'm sure it'll stop as soon as he grows up, Santa. Santa is an incarnation of a European winter archetype. So of course the left would be attacking him. He's a straight white male. And while liberals make the claim that Santa's helper elves promote slavery, (laughs) in actuality, elves have long been a part of European folklore, symbolic of magic and nature. But in typical liberal and Jewish morality, in the end, everyone realizes how wrong they were about Rudolph, because misfits have their place too. No, in fact, they're better than the in-group. They save the day. Rudolph ends up leading the pack, while those big, beautiful, majestic reindeer are behind him. The message is that being born different with a big red nose is a good thing, and anyone who doesn't like it is racist, sexist, homophobic, fascist, and anti-Semitic. HuffPo says fitting in is for assholes because fitting in with the group is only good when it's a bunch of liberal freaks you must conform to. Rudolph is an archetype for SJWs and has no place in my Yule celebration.
welcome, uh, Dog Whistler. Thank you. I saw your super chat right there. Thank you, beautiful. Thank you, Dog Whistler. Appreciate it. All right, last one we'll run here today. Today, Vikings, Santa, and Christmas with the guy from uh, what is it? Ammon Amaranth, I think it is. Actually, check this one out. Last one, uh, last clip here, and then we'll wrap up, guys. That's a good one too. I like this one. We would like to take this opportunity to share with you a bit of how Vikings celebrated around this time of year and how that still influences us up here in the north today. The very name Christmas, for instance, never stuck with the Vikings. They call it Yule, and so do we still today. Yule is the Old Norse word for the festivities held during the midwinter solstice here in Scandinavia. One of the most important traditions that still lives on is the Yule Ham. The Yule Ham is usually the centerpiece of every Yule Bud or Christmas buffet. And it represents Sad Imner, the pig that was eaten in Valhalla, or sometimes uh, Yulemboshte, the boar that the god Frey would ride. Another common tradition is to decorate your homes with goats, symbolizing Thor, representing his goats, Tangnost and Tangrisnir, that would pull his chariot across the sky. Up until the 19th century, it was the goat who would deliver gifts to people's homes. And as a matter of fact, in Finland, Father Christmas is still called Joulupukki, which literally translates to Christmas goat. For the Vikings, Yule was strongly connected to Odin, who is also called Jöl Father, meaning Yule Father, or Father Christmas, if you will. It was around this time of year that Odin could be seen riding his eight-legged horse Sleipner across the sky, visiting people in their homes. This image of Odin was later adopted by the Dutch, who called him Sinterklaas. Sinterklaas would ride over the rooftops, delivering gifts to people during the holiday season. As a matter of fact, even Odin's ravens was transformed by the Dutch into Sinterklaas, two black helpers who would report to him which children had been good or bad during the year. Santa Claus, as we know him today, was given a red outfit and a sleigh with eight reindeers, representing the eight legs of Sleipner uh, in the 19th century, an image made widely popular by the Coca-Cola company in the 1930s. Even though you may not eat Frey's boar or decorate your home with the goats of Thor, we hope that you'll at least get a visit from Odin with lots of gifts. From all of us at Grimfrost, we wish you a good Yule. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. Make the Yuletide gay. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. Here we are as in old. 
happy golden days of yore Faithful friends who are dear to us Gather near to us If the fates allow Hang a shining star Upon the highest bar Hey guys, we got another one from uh, Mr. Wright here before we wrap up. Uh, good, good you. <laughs> Question mark. Let's see Santa try crawling in through the exhaust pipe of my diesel heater. Happy solstice. There you go. Thank you, uh, Mr. Wright. Appreciate that. And uh, I think we had one more here from uh, Drum and Bass World. Any comment on Carolyn Emmerich? Yeah, we had her on at some point. I really like her videos, content on paganism. She still makes little stuff, but staying down low. Happy Yule, blood and soil. Uh, yeah, I've not heard uh, much from her, to be honest. Uh, hopefully she's uh, doing well. Last time I checked in, I think she was doing like more... Uh, I could be wrong on this. Maybe I'm maybe I'm misremembering, but I think she made some more like kind of homey type esque videos, maybe. But uh, anyway, don't know much more than that. Hopefully, she's doing doing well. Uh, so anyway, I actually have. Uh, let, let's end on this clip here. Here's the last thing we'll do. <laughs> last thing I promise. Can't get off of here. Holy smokes! This is one we did a little while ago. I think you might enjoy this one. Here's a little more hard hitting stuff. Here we go. Last thing. watching go to redicemembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content don't miss our latest shows interviews and other videos only for subscribers you can also become a member by signing up at subscribestar.com forward slash redice get full access and help support our work see you on the other side